reflection and the mirror's reflection I'm a-dancing all with myself When there's no one else inside In the crowd and lonely night Well, I wait so long for my love vibration And I'm dancing all with myself Dancing all with myself Dancing all with myself When there's nothing to lose and there's nothing to prove
Cookies! Let's you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro! Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 7735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357FANS47735357F
You have to put your your device in some kind of bag you can't get into, and then it's a pain in the ass. But I've been carrying around this for the last two days, and or last three days, because I saw I saw the post trailer. Because I'm gonna go see Black Adam. I'm gonna go see the the Rock's new DC movie where he plays this bad superhero. And there's a part at, they've been playing in all the trailers. That's part of the post credit scene. And see, this is why people put it up, because you can't put shit in the credits and not put it in the movie. That ball wouldn't have been out of a lot of parks. Name one, Yellowstone. Was not in the original movie Major League, but it was in the fucking trailer, and we all laughed at it. When The Rock looks at the camera in his dastardly bad guy way and says... There's no one on this planet that can stop me. Um, um, hello, foreshadowing. Black Adam, you've been away for a long, long time. You don't know about this fellow that we have. Uh, his name is Superman. So if you don't want to hear the, the, the ruining in credit thing here, hold on a second. It, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you time to change. Have you changed yet? Okay. Superman is in the post-credits. There you go. Shocking. By the way, if you didn't see that one coming, did you not see Shazam? He's in the post-credits, that one, too. And by the way, why do we need post-credit scenes in movies? Once the credit hits, that means it's time to go. Damn you, Marvel. Mmm, we have to put post-credit scenes in. The Rock is black and Samoan. Now he's playing a man from the Middle East. Shouldn't everyone be mad about that? Like a little mer- like you would think, but uh, the the swoosh swoosh. You're out kicking your coverage, friend. Yeah, you you are correct. In the world, see see this is why you got to know how to play the game. I know how to play the game. This is where the elite libtards will come in and pat your head and go, that's cute. This movie doesn't matter because it's a superhero movie. They don't care about superhero movies. Now, The Little Mermaid, well, that's, that's, going, to, uh, that, that's going to bring children to the theater. Like, this movie isn't Black Adam, is it? Okay. Um, but, of course, they're not going to worry about a superhero movie. Uh, superhero movies are below them. You get to the elitist, the people like uh, like Martin Scorsese, and uh, who's the other one? Oh, there's another director that that that. Ta- oh, oh, Spielberg. Yeah, only a small one. Spielberg and uh, Scorsese hate superhero movies. They hate them. They don't think they should ever be nominated for anything. They think they're a waste of time. dumb the rock is woke so he gets a pass rock left me when he endorsed joey b i I still to this day am dumbfounded at that that was a heel move that's like when he joined that's like when stone cold joined up with vince mcmahon i wasn't going to see this pile of shit but now i will and walk out when the credits start as i leave i'll yell out superman's in the post-credit scene 
Jimmy Kimmel portrays a black basketball player and goes full woke so he doesn't get canceled after reeling against blackface. Oh, it, it, look, Douglas, Douglas, I'm even going to have to learn this lesson. We have to stop going after the anointed J- Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel can do no wrong. I think Jimmy Kimmel could actually fuck a child on stage. And, and, and honestly, I, I do believe we'd get this same response like this because this is a... This is a pitiful response. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. I, I, I mean, and, and the people there are just, gah, 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 They think it's funny. Uh, Douglas says, Jimmy Kimmel is trashed. I will not stop going. Go- good. Yeah, keep the fight going, my friend. The way he makes fun of his little Mexican side helper, uh, Guillermo. I'd like to know how much Guillermo makes. Does Guillermo get paid by the hour there? And I- is he in charge of the lawns? I mean, I'm sure Jimmy Kimmel can put that in his job description. And go, the awful lot he was talking about was a big, frothy load of jizz. <laughs> you mean this? The other day, I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate, a volume I had never seen in my lifetime. Now I know what the villages of Pompeii felt like, where they were rained down on hot lava. I was, I rained down on those villagers with frothy ejaculates. Yes, yes, you did. Now, oh boy, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Who's worse, Kimmel or Colbert? Kimmel, I'll tell you why. Good question. We knew Colbert. We knew the kind of beast that Colbert was with his progressive left liberal agenda. Jimmy Kimmel kind of came out of nowhere. Jimmy Kimmel all of a sudden out of nowhere. I guess his son was born. He had a, a heart condition or whatever. And Jimmy Kimmel is fighting for kids' rights in hospitals. And by the way, Jimmy Kimmel's a multimillionaire. He had no problem getting his son the best care known to mankind. Just, just, just to let everybody know. But that's when he started taking on um, all the senators and things. And then he got anti-Trump. And it, he's just been a douche nozzle over the last six or seven years. Oh, Ogre, do I have a glorious story for you today? It's uh, one, two, three, four, five. I'll let you know, but it's I, I got it, and I thought about you yesterday. With Buenos Dias Familia, Jimmy Kimmel uses the rest for flooring. Yes, yes, he does. All right, so Kanye West was on, uh, well, I don't even know what show he was on. Uh, Piers Morgan, and to say things were crazy... You can trust your car to replace with the star. It has the fuel for me to travel near and far. There's, you know, 1% of the world are 
placed in power and 99% of the world are the audience. So that 1% of the world, this idea of a United Nations, this is the world that needs to come together. This is the world that, I mean, here's the obvious go-to. Biden doesn't listen to Elon Musk. The president of the United States does not have meetings with Elon Musk. Hmm. That is, hey, here, come, 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 come get me. That's he called it fucking retarded. I know I'm not supposed to say that, Biden, but that's Biden. And and, I, you know, it's um, and obviously because I've been deemed with mental health, all this, I have the right to use whatever words that I like to use. Wow. So the president has to meet with Elon Musk or he's fucking retarded. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to have to sit on that one for a minute. Uh, Kimmel Colbert and John Oliver were hatched from the same cloning tube of ostrich jizz and monkey shit and should be roped together and cucked off a cliff to the sea of broken glass and horny piranhas. Amen to that. Oh, man. Now, now look, Elon Musk, I, I, I don't have a problem with why does Why does the president have to meet with Elon Musk? I just want to know why he has to meet with him. I, I, I want to know why that's such a big deal. Because Elon Musk is just a citizen of the world. Man doesn't even own a house. Oh, man, talk about a car I'd want to see go off a cliff. Fallon, Kimmel, Colbert, and Morgan holding hands. Uh, later on, he said he would not back down when it comes to comments made against the Jewish community. He acknowledged his comments were racist, but said that he was only talking about the Jews who did him wrong. Oh, okay. So when, whenever a white person uses the N-word, he's just talking about the ones that did him wrong, right, Kanye? While Kanye apologized, he said he does not regret making those comments. This guy is such a fucking... Look, look, look. When we get the story about him losing his mind or or, or dying, I, I just want... Oh, is this more of it here? Hold on a second. Here's more of the interview. After Health Biz from Dr. David E. Williamson. You don't hold accountability to my pain. You're being a Karen. I'm talking you about. Don't the, I'm hold talking, accountability I'm not a to the pain. I'm not a Karen, and I'm not going to cancel you, and I'm not going to uncensor you. I'm simply going to challenge you on what you're saying. You can, you can, I think you, you don't understand me. the pain that you've been causing with some of these comments, and I think that one in particular, I can understand. Oh my God! God forbid! God forbid! One comment could cause people to feel any of the pain that my people have went through for years, even like... Which people? The black people or the Jewish people, Kanye? The blacks being ushered to the left during the civil rights movement. What, no why, one has cared why does about he, black why does people. He, okay, why no, does... No, all right. no one has... Can I... I mean, say, I agree that the racism against black people has been utterly deplorable, shameful, unacceptable, and thank God the world is beginning to move to a better place about the what, way what about, it is treated... Okay. 
black what people about, like you. What, however, however, it's, one form of racism yeah, no, doesn't no, justify... No, it's almost in a better place. Well, one see, form of racism doesn't justify another. It's not a better place. I'm not cutting you off. I'm finishing my sentence so you can respond. One it's form not, of racism... It's not, it's one not form of racism... It is racism when you say I'm going deaf so for Jewish people. I was in a position where I've been hurt, and this is the way I had the right to express my... Kanye has skipped the concussion protocol and still fucked up Morgan. The Dems pushing him to say more so they can scare their voters to say this is what all MAGA Republicans are. Mm-hmm. If this man had a family crest, the centerpiece would be a cuckoo clock. Anybody who takes any sort of voting advice or life advice or any advice at all from Kanye West deserves everything they get. I'm just, I look, look, there's probably a reason why Kim doesn't let the kids around Kanye. It's because he's fucking nuts, man. I'll say it. I don't care. Hey, I've been diagnosed with severe depression. I know that sometimes I can be a wackadoodle. This guy's going on worldwide television and, and disputing this. Because honestly, I don't know what side he's on. I mean, I, I really don't. I don't know. I, I know he doesn't like Joe Biden. He thinks he's a fucking retard because he hasn't met with Elon Musk. See, this is where I wish reporters would do their job and let their ego get out of the way. And Piers Morgan has one of the biggest egos there is. But I would like to have asked a question. Why does he need to meet with Elon Musk? That's what I'd like to know. Why does he need to meet with him? Keeping it real, it's funny to see two of the biggest race card users go at it, the Jewish and the blacks. Sorry, I'm eating popcorn at this. The woke eating the woke. Whose card is bigger? Great question, Gold. Gold, I'm, I, I'm right there with you. This is... I'm watching this, and it's just... I don't want to say it's really painful, but it's that good kind of hurt that you like and then you keep watching it. Kanye West is a car accident. Kanye West is a car accident. It's a NASCAR wreck of a driver you don't like. That's the best way to sum this up. Because if it's somebody you like, you don't want to see them crash. But if it's somebody like Jeff Gordon and he's spinning out of control, you're like, hell yeah. And that's all Kanye is. Uh, look at that. Uh, good morning, y'all. Blake, let me sleep in a bit. Good morning. Kanye is proof that those sci-fi or fantasy movies where the character seeks forbidden knowledge and finds the magic book, reads it, and goes totally squirrel shit crazy. Like, I, I Kanye is just a... He's a lost guy. Kanye's a lost guy. He lost the love of his life. Look, look, look. We can, we can judge the fact that he has terrible taste in women because the love of his life was Kim Kardashian. 
and, and he's just gone on this downward spiral, and like nobody is doing anything for him. And it's okay because I don't like him. Once again, race car driver whose car now is on fire and they still haven't gotten out of the car, I'm still fucking watching it. When was the last time he put out a new record anyway? Like last year, year before? Does he even still tour? Oh, man. And he goes out in these weird rubber boots now and this, like, kind of farmer-type look. Dude, he's a strange cat. He is, uh, he, he, he's, he's wild, man. I think, I, I think Kanye's next move would be to fight George Floyd's family. I, I think that would be the next move for him. If we, if, oh, there's a great board game we could produce. Where's Kanye going? <laughs> we can't have dice because people might who play this game might choke on them. We're going to have to have one of those wheels that has a pointer. And you spin the wheel, and where's Kanye going? Oh, no, he's going down a racist rant. Kanye, no! The board game that is sweeping the nation. Where is Kanye going? You see the fame and fortune. The board is split up. There's the fame and fortune side. And then there's just the dreg side. One false move. He could leave the A-list. <laughs> you see a little kid playing the game. I'm going DEFCON 4 on you Jews. I'm sorry, DEFCON, because Kanye doesn't know how to pronounce it. I'm going DEFCON 4 on you Jews. Well, you know the president's a fucking retard because he won't meet with Elon Musk. From Mattel, where is Kanye going? I think he's trying to gain votes for 2024. Kanye was told he had mental issues and leaned into him. Yeah. Swoosh, it's learnt. Come on, man. <laughs> Fox News is eating it up, but like he's a normal person. Oh, God damn, he's so great. Where's Kanye going? We'll be guaranteed to fly off the shelves. Comes with a prescription or a subscription or prescription to Xanax because this game will drive you fucking nuts. <laughs> Instead of go directly to jail square, there's a directly go to the mental institution. Spin the wheel back with Kimberly. All right. Oh, now, Tommy was on the other day, and he said something, and I said, well, they do send that out. And he knew he knows that. The de Democrats and their talking points that they send out to their donors and their big donors and, and a lot of their people, they send this out every single day. 
Now, if you don't believe me, this was April 1st, 2021. I want you to listen to all this. The Georgia Secretary of State, I think, just announced that the October first couple 19th, of days of early 20- voting in Georgia has surpassed the 2020 presidential level of early voting turn. Now, I want you to hear. Hold on a second. This is from this week. Announced that the first couple of days of early voting in Georgia has surpassed the 2020 presidential level of early voting turnout at this point, 20 days prior uh, to the election. There- okay, so. 20 days prior to the election, this is Georgia that they're talking about. They have already received more mail-in votes this year than they have for the presidential election of 2020, which we all kind of said was kind of hooey. But listen to the way that the left spends it. It's genius. Lock off every way that you can vote. This is the end of democracy in America. This is the this beginning is of the South, the South Africa strategy. <laughs> it's, it's old school American. It's Jim Crow American. That was 2021. Jim Crow America. Interesting, isn't it? Very much. Uh, this was in reminiscent March. of Jim Crow era tactics that Jim are designed Crow. to have a chilling effect. I think you can at least say that it is Jim Crow adjacent. This is a party that does not like um, the browning of America. This is a party that is cheating at the polls. It's voter suppression. It's the new Jim Crow. This is the perfect time for them to use their political leverage to stand up and say, no, we're not going back to the Jim Crow era. The president himself said these feel like Jim Crow laws. What's your take on, on whether it is or isn't? I say it is. I mean, and I did grow up under Jim Crow laws. This, guys, this is it. I said it yesterday. This is the GOP strategy. If you can't beat the Democratic candidates, block their voters. Those were all said last year. Remember, remember in, in, in April and May last year, 2021? You remember about voter suppression? It was so bad they moved the all-star game from, from Atlanta, where, where all this was happening in Georgia, to Colorado, you remember that? Voter suppression. It's like the new Jim Crow. And they underline that to say, make sure you say Jim Crow in that. So if it's just like the Jim Crow era, why are more people using the mail-in votes today? Why have they already suppressed that? I, 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 I'm, I'm having a hard time here. Democrats, where are you? (laughs) Meaning they're getting the cheating votes in earlier than 2020. They can't have all those late ones raising red flags. Add to your Kanye collection with uncomfortable-looking Mike Myers Barbie. Pelosi just perked up. Did someone say old crow? So accountability is Jim Crow. Yeah, I guess so. My, 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 this has really been watching what liberals have done in the last two years has really been a lot of fun, I have to say. As I look back on the last two years, because we have an election coming up. It's been two years since we had one. They resort to old tactics of calling racism, calling Jim Crow. Yet, 
if they don't win, we cheated. If we win, they cheated. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. They have really tried to win back black support, the liberals have, and they're really pissing in the wind. My, my absolute favorite thing was when they interviewed uh, people of color in Harlem. They went right to the source. Hey, go right there. Because the Democrats would say black people are usually not, they don't have a driver's license. They're not able to get to computers. They can't register. They can't log in. And they interviewed, I think I counted 17 people in Harlem. All 17 people had their driver's license with them. They all had access to computers. All the stuff the Democrats say is not true. And I don't think Georgia is fucked. I I think they strengthened their voting laws. I think Georgia is going to be fine. They've got all these early votes coming in, and that's great. You can vote early there. There's a lot of people that I would imagine signed up for uh, mail-in voting. Because mail-in voting has been something we've done forever. It's called absentee voting. And I do believe they got rid of the register one day here in Atlanta and you can vote. I think they got rid of that and the just mail-in ones where everybody gets a ballot. I'm starting to really feel these liberals aren't even liberals anymore. Flat-out progressive Nazis. It's bad when you go way left past the liberal category. I don't even know what... like. Here's something. Maybe y'all can tell me. What's the end game? Because that's how you can figure out a lot of this stuff. What is the end game? Is the end game that we're all speaking Chinese in another five to ten years? Uh, is the end game a... a Uh, a Mad Max-looking America where there are no laws because we don't have police because we've listened to the progressives? What is the end game? Oh, I know that the progressives in charge. That's part of the end game. But what is is the final... What is this... What is this working towards? The end game is to go socialist. Okay. Who was it that wanted segregation? Oh, yeah, Joe Biden and his Democratic friends. Yeah, that was, uh, didn't want busing to happen. Liberal uh, at least believed in free speech. These motherfuckers today will shut you down for calling Fruit Loops colored Apple Jacks. Oh, and, and, and that's the best. And this is where we all need to come together. Ask family, I'm going to challenge you. I know I talk a good game, but I can't be everywhere at once. Instead of cowering down to the liberals, fight back. You don't have to beat them up. All you do is use your words. I know everybody that's listening to this show is smarter than everybody on the left. I already know that. So when one of these elitists comes up to you and and yells at you for calling Fruit Loops colored Apple Jacks, Just simply tell them this, fuck off. 
I'll call him what I want. Stand up to him. Because they can't fight back. They'll try to cancel you. They'll try, they'll try to poke you. What they're going to try to do is instigate you to where you beat the shit out of them, and then you go to jail. Now, you could do that. That's probably the route I'll take. But stand up to them. Use their words against them. Why should Donald Trump be in jail? Well, I don't have to tell you. Well, wait a second. You're out here protesting. I'm asking you a simple question. Shouldn't you know what you're protesting? So you're holding a sign that says Donald Trump should be in jail. Why should he be in jail? All you got to do is tell me a reason. If you say because he robbed a PetSmart, okay, I'll walk away. Now come back and go, do you have proof that he robbed it? See, because I know how to do journalism. Do you want to know the cool thing about journalism? I'll let you know the cool thing. This is why I've enjoyed following journalism my entire career and my whole life. Um, Because you can ask every question and get both sides of the answer. All you do is keep asking the questions. And you don't have to seem left or right when you ask these questions. This is why I'm so perplexed and so pissed off that the media has fallen to the left. Because there are ways of asking the questions that make both liberals and, and, and uh, conservatives feel nervous at answering the questions. Because it, if you ask a question, you're looking for an answer, and the answer you're looking for is the truth. I could sit down and ask questions to Republicans and Democrats left and right, and I could get them both. Because it's about asking, and, and what, this, what this jaded media has done is they've stopped asking those questions. That's how you can tell if they're real journalists or not, because they don't ask the follow-up questions. Because the follow-up question is where the money shot is. So this would be my question to every one of those liberals that enacted the Jim Crow speech. So with more people already voting, how is this Jim Crow? Now, now they're not going to answer me. They're going to they're talk in circles and things like that. But where's the media asking that question? Where's anybody asking that question? See, this is why I like people like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is not afraid to ask those questions. And he's not a journalist by any means. I would never say that that Joe Rogan is a journalist. He's a mighty talented podcaster, great UFC commentator, good stand-up comedian. Journalist, not so much. Endgame is communism. Here's how a debate with the left goes. I bring actual facts. They bring feelings. It ends with you're racist, homophobe, Trump Nazi, etc. It's fun. And you see, that's where, that's where gold, you have, to, you have to step in and use your brain and say, no, 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 no. Don't go down those roads. Tell me why I'm a racist. If I want to hold somebody accountable for their actions, why is that racist?
And if, and only if they answer truthfully, which they won't do, they are going to tell you the truth. And this is what it all comes down to. It all comes down to guilt and feeling bad for what happened 400 years ago. Now, I guess I lack empathy. I think I'm a pretty empathetic person. I, I know I have sympathy for people, but I guess empathy is one of those things because I don't think back on things 400 years ago and feel bad about it because, well, first of all, that was the law of the land, and secondly, I wasn't even a thought. So why should I feel bad about it? Like, that's the thing. I, I don't understand. It. Am, am I missing something? Should I feel bad about the way the world was? I, I don't understand this because there's nothing I could have done to change it. So why must I feel bad about it? I feel bad about the Texas Rangers losing the World Series two years in a row. Because that actually affected me. That hurt my feelings in losing. Something that happened 400 years ago does nothing for me. Did you see the climate activist with uh, at VW gluing themselves to the floor and then bitching about not having a bucket to shit piss and VW turned off the heat? I did not see that, but that's fantastic. The media today with uh, real journalists is alternative media. Sad part, it's mostly right-leaning alternative media that represents or presents truth, kind of like this show to a point. And, and I don't want to be represented as right. I... I, I I know that I, I lean more conservative, and since we have this buffoon in office right now... I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. And I don't want to try to go too conservative, because what you're describing is, um, like, own. And, and some of those right-wing TV networks that are just kind of wackadoodle. Uh, what scares me is when you, um, uh, other sources do the man on the street segments. Oh, I love the man on the street. Man on the street's one of my favorite. Uh, let's see. Uh, you white would be the answer. Oh, I do. I, they can't because I'm Hispanic and native. Uh, it's great to see them fumble for a reason to call me a racist. And Kanye could easily use his skin color to open eyes, and he, uh, here he is going bananas with his talking points. He's blowing it. If I were Candace Owens, I would get the fuck away from him. Ace, oh, I imagine she is. She's going to make some money with him and then go. Imagine protesting a company for using carbon and then asking them to use carbon to help heat the room. He just sent it to me on Master. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up here in just a little bit. Uh, right, it sucks that you have to love seem right, but it it, it 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 truly is. It truly is. And that's what it comes down to is standing up to these people. There is no voter suppression going on right now anywhere in this country. Now, I feel great about this next story, and, and I hope the Supreme Court doesn't fuck this up. The Supreme Court has been asked to block 
Joe Biden. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. There you go, because he's a massive carrier of it. Supreme Court is asked to block Biden's student loan relief before it starts. Wisconsin group calls the plan unconstitutional and asks why taxpayers are having to bail out college-educated Americans. Now, this is going to go one of two ways. And we're going to be able to tell how it goes by how long the Supreme Court deliberates over this. If they have to leave their chairs in the halls, if, if they have to get up and like go back and, and sit together and discuss this, we're in trouble. This is something that they should be able to vote on right there while sitting there. This is completely unconstitutional. Nowhere in the United States Constitution is there amendment written that says the president can hand out college money. I don't want to see them even go for a bathroom break. I want them, I, I want John Roberts to look at, the, at the, whoever the opposing lawyer is and go, you are fucked. But what makes me scared about the Supreme Court, they had this same opportunity when it came to universal health care. And uh, as Keith Jackson would have said, Fumble! Lord Nelly, they took the ball and they fell on it. Because that's what happened. When John Roberts came out and said the universal health care was a tax, he completely lost me. And that's the guy that I worry about. I have no idea how anybody could say this is not unconstitutional that the President of the United States cannot just hand out money. Zach says, I see the vote going 6-3 to three in favor of shutting down this program. It, it needs to be 8-1 to one or 9-0. to zero. I, I, I mean, come on. And, and, and I'm not anti, you know, people trying to get out of debt. No, hey, you shouldn't have taken the loan. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, hello, it's the same damn thing. And all these people are going to be so upset, and nobody is going to care about the people that actually did pay their loans. There's going to be a fight between those people now. This is yet just another division in our country. Of course people want to, and, and by the way, once again, let me reiterate this. Let me reiterate something. This idea that the president is trying to sell you and his, his was speech lady, good old Jean-Pierre, and all the lemmings that he has working for him, this will not help you buy a house. They're not sending you $10,000. That this will not help you start a family. This will not help you buy a car. What they're going to do is they're going to take your bill. Okay? 
pretend you're looking at your bill online right now and you see that your bill is for college is $76,400. So then next month when you click on and you didn't pay anything and it's $66,400, that's what they've done. Which line again do you want me to say, Nebraska? That the fact that this $10,000 is dick? Biden will help you start a family if you're a 12-year-old girl. (laughs) It's not going to help you. You will not buy a car, you will not buy a house, you will not buy anything. Because they're not sending you no fucking money. $10,000 forgiven. That's it. Your monthly payment's probably going to stay the same, maybe drop a dollar or two. I already paid a bunch of my wife's ex-student loans. I am not okay with paying more of other people's student loans through taxes and inflation. And the inflation that it's already caused, which we're blaming on Vladimir Putin, which is absolutely stupid. You know what? This is what Joe Biden is. Joe Biden doesn't realize the Internet. Joe Biden is so old and decrepit in his head, he doesn't really get cable TV that much. Like, he's flabbergasted at that. Satellite TV blows his mind that he can watch things from Afghanistan. But the internet, that's too much for him. I mean, he was like Dr. Evil. One million dollars, ten thousand dollars. Well, thank you. Wow. Man, oh man. Now I wish I would have gone to Ivy League. But the initial bill they said was going to be about $240 billion. Yeah, it's a trillion. It's going to be a trillion dollars. Taking our national debt all the way up to $31.5 trillion. Awesome. My favorite talking point of the left when it comes to student loan is if you're a Christian, uh, you would have support helping others. Meanwhile, they want any form of Judeo-Christian religion stricken from everything and everywhere. Oh, it's so great how they play with that stuff, isn't it? It is totally docked. My wife paid off her student loans. These kids nowadays need to grow a pair and not accept handouts, but it'll never happen. Oh, yeah, totally dicked. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Look, look, look. Do I think it was put in place? Yes, I think it's like welfare and and uh, and uh, unemployment. I think these were all great ideas put into place to help people. The problem is, is that people will take advantage of it when you're there to help them, and they have. Look at unemployment. Look at welfare. People are on generational welfare, for fuck's sake. 90 days with President Arnie. And these kids, they they lo- they were loaned this money. And and by the way, what kind of kid has credit to get a, a gigantic loan for college? That's the best part about the whole thing. This breeds more dependency and less accountability. 
Joe would be happy just sitting in his basement eating pudding and putting ice cream while watching Matlock reruns. Yeah. Welfare keeps people poor. Yeah. But they don't think so because the way they look at it is this way. They don't have to do anything and they're going to get money. They're going to get paid for doing nothing. And damn it, that's what they're going to do until they really want something. And then they might go out and sell some crap. Sorry, but that's what happens. And if you don't like me saying that, then change the cycle. But this idea that we're paying off these two, oh man, 10,000, shut up. Just shut up, you fucking idiots. Now, Ogre, here is my story for you, my friend. If you have any lube, get ready. A potentially hazardous near-Earth asteroid is spinning faster every year. Fathion's unusual rotation could eventually change its directly uh, change its tra- trajectory in the solar system. The space rock is spinning faster. It's shaving off four milliseconds from its rotation each year. It was named after the son of God Helios in Greek mythology. Completes a single rotation in about 3.6 hours, but new findings show it's shaving off four milliseconds a year. It's getting faster, meaning it's going to change. Now, they're not saying it's going to hit Earth, but it, it, they, they can't follow the trajectory. So there, there could be, there's a chance. And I knew, I knew Ogre would like that story. I will be out there with a plate of cookies welcoming that sucker to our apocalypse. Good morning, sassy Pammy. I hated unemployment and construction. I was poverty-driven and brought up working my ass off. Now I'm living a comfortable life with no worries. Good, because you learned the right way to do it. You work your ass off. Nice, don't look up to coming to real life. Oh, man, that would be great. That would be the way to go. Asteroid, real quick, boom, bang, bang. Oh, good. Billie Eilish has a boyfriend. The neighborhood singer, Jesse Rutherford. Oh, yay for those two. By the way, I know that we played <laughs> we played Kanye earlier. I love this. A guy who used to kiss Kanye's ass. Oh, this guy used to be his, his, his guy. He was on the show a lot. Oh, come on. Play, damn you. Okay, there's gardeners. Vigo Gardens. Her boyfriend probably goes, bzzz. <laughs> Why is this not playing? Okay, here we go. All right. I don't care. I don't care about beds and Vigo beds. I care about this story. Billy Eilish toothbrush got so mopey and depressed it jumped into the toilet to its watery grave. (laughs) 
All right, here you go. He is, you know, I'm really tired of people excusing his behavior uh, by saying, well, he's just mentally ill. You know, hey. So was Hitler, I'm, but somebody yeah, elected exactly. him to run, run a country. You know, this whole like, well, don't worry about him. He's all mentally ill. But the shit that he's spewing, I'm hearing from a lot of people. I'm talking about his latest um, whack. Oh, Howard. Howard, Howard, Howard. How the mighty have fallen. You're going to compare Kanye West and the things that he said. Really, you're going to compare him to a man that murdered 8 million people for the things that he said. That's all you need to do right there. That's all you have to do. If you want to see how crazy the left is, that's what you need to do. Compare him to a genocidal maniac. Because I've checked, Kanye hasn't killed anybody yet. I think Snoop has been around more death than Kanye. And there's old Howard Stern. Oh, yeah, I got to jump on Kanye. Oh, I'm tired of this. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Shut up, Howard. You douchebag. You are so not the same. You are such a pussy. Oh, that's so bad. I, I can't imagine hearing a radio host just turning such into a pussy. Like, in the, in the course of a few years. That's, that's unfathomable. That's a boy Billy is dating. I legit thought it was a lesbian. No, it, 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 it's a dude. Yeah, Swoosh and Gina Carano was the one canceled. Here's a gal who's just doing her best job to, trying to be an actress in Hollywood. She answers a few questions. She gets canceled. She's picked up by other people. Good for her. Good morning, Cowboys girl. If Kanye hasn't killed anyone, he needs to partner up with OJ and learn the ropes or learn the knives, whichever works best. You've literally lived through it with Rob Kardashian. Oh, I, I, that, that was the whole point of that. That, that was the, the thing of that. Like, I couldn't imagine a radio completely changing his tune like that. By the way, I'm just going to tell you a little thing. All for the air. It's all for the air. A certain member on that show was never, ever liberal. Never. Nope. 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 No. Uh-uh. Every time you heard a Obama, she didn't vote for him. Someone turning into a pussy that quickly robs the listeners. Very, very true. Because your listeners don't need to be robbed like that. Oh, yeah, uh, Alicia, 100%. 100%. So much so that she, the person got so worried 
that they actually went and registered as a Democrat. But never voted that way. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. As Alec Baldwin would say, um... No, 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 no. Um, all right, last story here because we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming on the show. What? Gee, I'm so shocked that Scabby had two arguing all the time just because of his inability to come up with anything interesting. I know, right? Uh... In a new policy, the, the, the Washington, D.C. City Council voted 12 to 1 to advance a bill that doesn't seem to be needed to advance, but I guess we have to. This bill they were going to allow pass, and now it's gone, was going to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections in Washington, D.C. Well... You know, those people need something to do since they're all standing outside of Kamala's house. Why in the hell would we ever have a bill in, in, in anywhere in this country that let it let non-citizens vote? No offense, but you're not a citizen here. How is this even a thing? You're going to let illegal aliens vote in our elections? Jesus, Speedy Gonzalez is going to be a fucking representative. Wait, I thought they only just came here to work. I know, right? But now they're going to pass laws. That's got to be a real mind fuck to spend your time on the air as one person and leave as yourself, but no one that listens knows. Yeah. Oh, shit. Look, look, look. I, I, I give that person credit for, for doing the job the way they had to do it. Now, look, there are a lot of things I had to say that I didn't necessarily agree with, but our rule was if you make a, if you make a statement or you, you, you do something, you put your feet in the cement and you stay there. And that's why it was a successful show. Uh, yes, the crush was real, by the way. I wonder if her man crush him was real. So if uh, so, you know, they got drunk and fooled around behind the partner's back. Uh, the crush was real, but it, nothing ever came of it. Because one of the two had taste. I'm not going to say which one. I can't believe I haven't told you guys these stories. Mm-hmm. If you allow foreign nationals votes, you can't complain if countries like Russia influence an election. You open the door. Amen to that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's craziness. Insanity, if you will. I don't care about what Parler has to say or what Twitter has to say. Not on either one. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. 
You can always hit me up on Mixler. Coming up next, the one, the only, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. When the winter blows each morning And I walk down in that cold dark mine I see a prayer to my dear Savior Please let me see the sunshine one more time when wind will be over When will I let it burn down And when I die Dear Lord in heaven Please take my soul Beneath that cold dark ground I still grieve For my poor brother And I still hear my dear old mother cry Late that night he came and told her he lost his life down in a big show mine. When Halloween will be over, when will Halloween burn down? Then when I die, dear Lord in heaven, please take my soul beneath that cold dark ground. I have no shame. Feel no sorrow on this earth, not much I'll Cause I have the love of my sweet children And old clown you shovel around the hole Jackson. 
Cantina, music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in. Wild as the West Texas wind Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing With wicked Felina, the girl that I love So in anger I challenged his right for the love of this maiden Down put his hand for the gun that he wore my challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor Out through the back door of roses I ran Out where the horses were tied I caught a good one, it looked like it could run Up on its back and away I did ride just as fast as I could From the West Texas town of El Paso Back to the badlands of New Mexico Back in El Paso my life would be worthless Everything's gone in life, nothing is left It's been so long since I've seen the young maiden My love is stronger than my fear of death I saddled up and away I did go Riding alone in the dark Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me Tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart And at last here I am on the hill overlooking 
in El Paso, I can see Rosa's cantina below. My love is strong and it pushes me onward, down off the hill to Felina I go. Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys, off to my left right a dozen or more. Shouting and shooting, I can't let them catch me, I have to make it to Rose's back door. Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel a deep burning pain in my side. Though I am trying to stay in the saddle, I'm getting weary, unable to ride. But my love for Felina is strong, and I rise where I've fallen. Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest. I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle. I feel the bullet go deep in my chest. From out of nowhere, Felina has found me, kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side. Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina Goodbye This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet Probably more diseases too Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. All right. Welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday. Very classic there from Marty Robbins, the uh, wonderful streets of El Paso. Jackson with Johnny in June. And then Dwight Yoakam to start out. Uh, Alicia says, Joaquin and Reese did such a great job. Makes me want to watch Walk the Line again. What a movie. What a movie that was. Man, oh, man. They don't make them like that anymore. Uh, it is that time. We got to. We got to make the phone call. We got to call Joe. We got to get Joe on the phone. See what's happening with Lake Tahoe. Joe Murphy. Hello. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Joe Murphy. Is that you? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. How's the audio today? Well, the audio is spectacular, my friend. Well, once again, my engineers and IT people are uh, top of the line. Yes. So. Yes, they are. How are you, my friend? You know, I, I'm doing well. I'm a little bit tired. I'm having some uh, lower back issues. Oh, that's never good. From no, carrying this world on your shoulders, my friend? Is that why? You know, Arnie, you're not heavy. You're my brother. You know that. <laughs> so, so my my shoulders, I can carry whatever cross the Lord gives me. Okay. okay? All right. Fair uh, enough. But right now, my lower back's getting a little bad. Okay. I, I could use some. I could use some of those uh, opioids. No, hey, I now. do not recommend that. No, those are bad. You know, we yeah, just figured something out here. Uh, Douglas figured this out. I can stop the entire debate now on abortion. Are you ready? Okay. Are, are, are you ready? I'm ready. We can get rid of abortion in one full swoop. You ready? I'm you ready. let pregnant women count for two votes. Democrats will never, ever want to get rid of fucking kids ever again. 
Now, that is the most ridiculous gerrymandering I've ever heard of. <laughs> if you've ever heard of the term gerrymandering, you know what that is, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. That's right. How can we get more voters that will vote our way? I'll get him in the womb. Yes, exactly. Say, hey. Of course he's a Democrat. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's a wonderful plan. That Um, is a great plan. That is a great plan. Uh, Yeah, because uh, the Republican... uh, the Republican, um, what do they call fetuses? Yes. Will be they'll, well, they'll be nationalists, so yes. they'll be in trouble. Right, right. Oh, they're racist already. Yeah, of course they are. They're, they're racist they in the womb. They are. We don't know if OJ's banger or not. Okay, <laughs> we don't know, but they're a Republican. Yeah, and, and that they means they're racist, racist. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm glad we figured that out. It, it took Joe yeah. Murphy and I all of ten seconds to figure out the abortion rant, uh, along uh, with Douglas. Thank you, Douglas. What, and, what are the, and thank you, Douglas. I really mean that because what are the three things you never bring up at a party? The three your topics: uh, penis size, vaginal well, you smell. Know when I wear my when I wear my uh, my my uh, uh, yoga pants, yeah. that is always on the table. You know what I mean? All right, kid. Okay, so rule number one for Joe Murphy is no yoga pants. No <laughs> yoga pants. Okay, religion, sex, and politics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Bring those up because nobody will ever agree. No, everybody's going to agree on those, no. you know. So it's a hottie you're trying to pick up. You're at the party and it's hottie and things are going well. And then all of a sudden you start talking about uh, your your candidate or, or what side you're on or whatever, what, you know, or uh, abortion rights, things mm-hmm. like that. Guess what? You know, you disagree. Hottie Batati is now not going home with you. Now, what's worse? What's worse is when Hottie Batati doesn't agree with you. Or Hottie Batati starts issuing her own statements, and you are no longer attracted to Hottie Batati. Well, that's I, 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 that's for whatever reason. Now, if if you're saying I am a staunch uh, Trump supporter, I want to have four kids, three boys. I want them to all play little league, and uh, I believe in gun rights. And she says, oh, my God, I found my dream, man. Yeah. You got to keep talking to her, right? <laughs> but if she says, how dare you, I will make my own choices on what children, and I will never vote for that. I am a Joe Biden man. You know what? I probably, I know they say opposite to track, but probably, you know what? You have a great night. Uh, yeah. Hildred? Was, oh, Hillary. I'm sorry. Okay, have a great <laughs> night. Yeah, it was good talking to you, though, because <laughs> that's not going to help. You know, more than that, you're not. Or... You know, there's that opposite to track thing yep. or whatever, but uh, yeah, that's that's it. Maybe you don't want to go home with her now, or she's yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, I don't want to go home with her now. Home. Yeah. Um, now you and I have probably had because we work in radio, and one of the prerequisites of working in radio is that you've had to have a lot of jobs in the past. Like I've had and, a yep, lot of different yep, jobs. Yep, yep. Now this lady has written an article about the three common resume mistakes. And I figured that since you and I have so much experience in the world and we can help people, we should do this. And here are the three mistakes. Are are, are you ready? I am ready for that. The first mistake is having a resume longer than two pages. You know what? I think even longer than one is too much. Yeah, they're going through. They're going to see. They're going through resumes, you know. And you know, your name's Chipper Jones. Oh, okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes for him to keep that one around. Or you know, uh, 
oh, worked at the Bunny Ranch. Okay, you got yeah. around. You got on one page. I'm a one page or two. But there's something you go where it maybe requires a little more. Yeah, no, no longer than two by far. Easily, no longer than two. All right. So here, 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 little, little, uh, little thing to throw out there at you. You want them to remember your resume. That, that's right. what you want. You want them to remember your resume. What if your resume was sent on a poster board? It's only one page. But it was sent on a poster board. It was mailed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or it showed up FedEx. Showed up FedEx, the big gigantic envelope. You open it up, and there's, you know, John Smith's resume. Do you keep that or do you throw that away? Okay. Well, you call. The receptionist first, and and she's a fun-loving gal. She's cool. When she gets that, when the FedEx goes, oh, this is Mr. Buffett. Will just enjoy the hell out of this? I wait, can't yeah, wait to show Mr. Buffett this guy's resume, whatever. Because Warren Buffett will probably enjoy it. Oh yeah, but, sure. You, but 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 most CEOs, I, 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 I wouldn't suggest it. But you okay. know what? All In right. today's society, you don't know. You never know. It might work. I, that's a that's a really hard one to call. Somebody might think this guy is creative. Uh, it's an advertising job or something. Mm-hmm. So this might work out. You know what I mean? Maybe. All right. All right. So so stand out. That that should be number one. Having a resume that stands out. Number two, including a picture of yourself or an address. I've never put a picture of myself in my resume. And why no. do they need my address? Well, the, you know what? It, it, old school days. Now, now, see, right off the bat, when you asked me about this, I'm picturing, uh, I'm picturing uh, paper resumes. Yes. Which today, people are like, what are you talking about? You know, there's, yeah. So, I mean, uh, is it a... Oh, an uh, online paper resume. But it's like, no, I got to think, well, you know what? You just, I, I just thought about it. Of course, resumes today, a lot of them are... They're E, uh, what do you call them, P-file, PDFs, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called, the yes. PDF? Yeah, right? PDF, yeah. yeah. So uh, a picture, I don't know about the picture, but in the old days, yes, your address was like, you, know, they lived, you remember the old days? Well, where's old John? He lives on 76 Rural County Road or whatever, <laughs> or, you know, but now... No, I don't need that two or three sex offender coming over here. I'll give him my email address. Right. Yeah. And by the way, if you include a picture of yourself, make it from the waist up. Because yeah, no, that junk is do not. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not. uh, Learn from the uh, what was it? The Ed. uh, What was the show Elvis was on? (laughs) Ed Sullivan. Uh, Ed Sullivan show. Huh? Was it the Ed Sullivan show? Yeah, sure. I could tip of my tongue. Ed Sullivan, yeah. Remember, only from the waist up because that was vulgar. But yeah, just because <laughs> you don't have to be doing the twist. No. But yeah, of course, in the way, it should be a headshot. That's yeah, ridiculous. okay, all right, headshot. Last one here, including all your past work experience. Well, of course, you don't want to include all of them, including the jobs you got fired from. Don't include well, those. <laughs> It was 19, I believe, 77 when I started Baskin Robbins. And my first check was for $37. And I was employee of the day. So I put, no, no. Here's the thing. You put on your best stuff. And if you got to embellish a little bit, you know what? Guess what? Welcome to politics. Okay. Everybody embellishes a little bit to get ahead. Like everybody's Facebook account. Man, that guy's living a super life. No, he's not. He's just making it look like he's living a super life. Do you remember when Facebook let you give your body type? I would always put athletic. 
Of course. I, I, well, I put, uh, I put male model. <laughs> they didn't have the right one for me, grossly obese. <laughs> and that's why they didn't give you the right option. So, I, I know. I mean, I would have put grossly obese on there. I think that's funny. You're an honest man. I know you yeah. would have. I know you would have. Girls, hi, I'm Arnie Stage. I'm single. I'm looking to meet women. I'd like to be a father. I'm grossly obese. <laughs> I know is. you would put that. But there they did is. not give you that option. And Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg should be ashamed. Fat shamer. That's what he is. He's a fat shamer. I'm so sick of people body shaming. <laughs> but it's so much fun to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you Real ever... Donald, we love you. Go ahead. When, when you were growing up, did your parents ever force you to play soccer? Okay, listen. When I grew up as a kid, soccer was something that we knew, we faintly knew about. It was... It was no, nobody played soccer. In fact, here's when we played soccer. So when you were at Wooster High School and you played football... You had to take summer weight, summer PE. Mm-hmm. Oh, why do I? I I, I wanted the summer off. Uh, no, you're gonna play football this year. Oh, okay, yeah. No, you gotta take. Okay, okay, I'll take that. So it's summer weight. You're not able. You're not allowed by the Washoe County School District to start practicing football until I think it's a week or two. No, it's a couple of weeks before school starts. Right. Then you can go out. You're doing two a days where you're puking. Okay, sure. uh, you're doing your two a days, uh, and you're running, and uh, and so, uh, but but we wanted to practice a little early over at Wooster, of like summer weights. We were we go out, so we'd be running plays. When there's, there's no playbook at Wooster when Joe Sellers was there, winning state championship. Billy Gibb one, Billy Gibb two, and then there was a little tight end over the middle thing. That was it. Knock somebody down. Let's gain some yards, and we were the state champions. But. The, the, my, my point being is that uh, whenever we thought there was, whenever Coach Sellers uh, thought there was a, a vehicle that could be a, a uh, Washoe County yeah, administrator a county vehicle, yeah. or something like that, he would throw a soccer ball in there. Nice. So we'd be running plays in our shorts. You're not to practice this early, not until uh, August, whatever, you can start practice. So, but we would run plays, we would practice. Nice. And when we thought somebody was coming around that looked a little too like authoritative, he'd throw a soccer ball in there and we'd start kicking the soccer ball around. Like nice. we were in summer PE, we were playing soccer. <laughs> you know, that was when, uh, that, but no, no, we would never encourage to play soccer. Never. Like, like I, you know, cause you and I are older and, and like soccer was encouraged mainly for like the foreign kids in school. Like that, that's right. who played. It was the foreign kids. And I've never understood soccer. Soccer's growing now in the world. It's still not as popular as it wants to be in America and it never will be. And it right. won't be because right. of shit like this that happens overseas in Colombia. The top division soccer uh, uh, soccer star there, uh, what's his name? Gesson Pereira, pulled out his wiener in an attempt to distract the opposition from scoring a free kick, but he says it wasn't intentional. So, you know, yeah. when they go line up in, in, in front of the goal and everybody puts right. their hands over their right. junk? Right, they, they line up. They get that, that line in front of the goal. Yeah, and he gets that free kick, and uh, you can't. Of course, you can't. Goalie can use his hands. Right, but everybody else has got to use their head or something else to get to block that. And he'll kick some zinger that just wings around like yeah. you know, like a bend it like Beckham. Sure, and, right, and try to score on the free kick. Right, we all know about that. And 
But, but pulling out the wiener, hey, buddy, guess what? You're second team now. Sorry about it. Yeah. You're not in the starting lineup anymore. Yeah. That was we, we worked on some other defenses. Uh, pulling out uh, 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 ex- exhibitionism wasn't one of them that we worked on in practice. But thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, kicking, I'm kicking the ball straight at the dude's dick. I'm kicking it right into junk. So you tell me the end story was it did hit him in the deck? No, it did. I mean, they kicked it around him. I guess they they red carded him for it. Uh, he said he was not intending to expose himself. Yes, he was. He was pulling out his deck to distract the player. That's exactly what he was doing. That's horrible. Now, do you think a heterosexual man or a gay man would be more distracted by that as mm, a kicker? Probably gay guy. Probably gay I, guy. Because he'd probably be, uh, the dude's black, so he's probably looking at it like, hey, there's a smorgasbord. Do you know what? It's a stereotype that all black men are large. That's a stereotype. Okay. okay? All right. It's a bad one? No, I'm not saying they don't <laughs> like it. I know, yeah, of course, but it is a stereotype. By the way, did you happen to see the news of the morning uh, before we go into all sports here that the new premier of Great Britain has resigned already? Wait a minute. Well, hold on. I, this is breaking news for me. You're telling me that knew the woman. Yeah, the gal that was just that 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 was there for 44 yeah. days. Well, it's going to be the new Margaret Thatcher. Right. Uh, she's she she resigned. She she couldn't handle it. So much for that glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, less than two months and she steps down. Uh, after a massive reversal of economic policies. All right, so she's gone. So there you go. All right, adios, chick. Guess why? Guess why she's gone, bro? Mm. I unfriended her on Facebook. There it is right there. Boy, you lose she Joe Murphy's support. You lose it all. It. Uh, all right, let's go to college football. Man, what a weekend it was last weekend with Tennessee beating uh, Alabama, Texas beating Iowa State. Uh, last weekend uh, – Starting to, like, clear up the picture a little bit, or no? Well, it is. But what my thing is, isn't it funny how the saying, well, certainly the tide has turned. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Who's that involved? Because you know, that you know, Alabama, every year, Alabama's going to go unbeaten. Probably right. If somebody gets them, it's going to be Georgia or maybe Clemson will get them. Maybe. Or something. But Tennessee comes out and snake bites them. So the tide has turned. Uh, and what was the other one you brought up? Uh, that was the only one I brought. Oh, I brought up Texas, oh. Iowa State, but that was just in passing. I mean, it was a good weekend of college football last week. Great weekend. Great weekend. I, I totally uh, taken, uh, totally, not. I, I won't say shocked by Tennessee winning, but, wow, it totally turned my head. You know, like, wow, Tennessee beating. There was a, remember when Tennessee went through years of being, Nothing after oh, the yeah. Manning years and stuff like that. After the Manning years, they were like kind of pushovers. They weren't that good. No. Uh, they were the bottom of the SEC, and now they're they're beating the Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, and you know they are the devil team to me because first of all, it's Tennessee, and their head coach won a national title as quarterback at Oklahoma. Oof, boy, that is just the evil incarnate right there. Okay, who's now? Because I know who is their head coach, Tennessee? Josh Heupel. Oh, yeah, the quarterback. I remember when he won that. It's, yeah. And it's spelled like H-U-E-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-I-P-E-L-
No, he won't be there very long. That guy will definitely go to Oklahoma because that's where he played. God damn um, it. And you ate Oklahoma. And when, and he's coming from Tennessee. This, Arnie, I want you to I want you to stay focused. I want you to uh, maybe go to church <laughs> because if a guy from Tennessee goes to Oklahoma yeah. and eats the Longhorns, you may have a breakdown. Uh, oh, I will. I, I, I will go on a spree. You will see me on a clock tower somewhere. Oh my God! Here we go, and we have school shootings. Not no, so. No, 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 not no, so no. rare today. <laughs> Breaking news live in Arlington, Texas. A lone gunman. Okay, okay. Let's not uh, do that. All right, let's go. College football games. We'll start with the number two. We haven't talked about this team very much this season, and, and I'm still kind of on them. But they're number two in the nation. Ohio State. 6-0, and taking on 3-3 three and three, Iowa at Ohio State, their 30-point favorite. Is Ohio State that good this year? Well, I'll tell you what. I've seen two guys' predictions for the final four of the playoffs, college football, and there's two Big Ten teams in there. Wow. Michigan and Ohio State. And then I think they have Georgia, and uh, I can't think of the other one. Uh, I want to say it'll come to me. Uh, but uh, – Ohio State is capable of beating Iowa by by 30. They're, they're definitely capable of that. Okay. I mean, the Iowa is, you know, when Chuck Long was the quarterback, you know, they at least put, they might get beat by 30 or 40, but they put up 30. Sure. Or whatever. But now, you know, like I said, two weeks in a row, they scored seven. One week, they scored a touchdown. Thank you, guys. For, you know, <laughs> the other week, it was two safeties and a field goal to yeah. get seven. I mean, that's a juggernaut, okay? It's a bad offensive team. So, it's easy. I, I could see easily see Ohio State winning by 30. Easy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, big game in the ACC this weekend. Number 14, undefeated Syracuse. Boy, you don't say that very often, especially yeah. in football. Are yeah, taking ACC. on number five, Clemson, who's 7-0. and Clemson's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Do we believe in the Orange Bowl? Clemson, South Carolina? Yes, it's in South Carolina. Okay, so first off, when you I mean, you want to talk ACC, when you want to talk basketball, you can't remember every team that's good, okay? No. You won't be able to remember every team. There's too many of them. But ACC football, wh- wh- who's the only one there? Clemson. Clemson, that's Clemson. it, right. They're Florida Clemson. State. That is ACC football. Florida the State. Are, hey, can we play from the basketball team? You know, and uh, – so Clemson, uh, boy, and they're, what'd you say? They're like a, how much? I, I'm going to say they're 13 and I, a half. I heard you, but I can't really remember. Uh, 13 and a half. 13 and a two touchdown favorite. And it's at Clemson. Syracuse, Syracuse, guess what? You're six and one. And uh, you played the only team in the ACC that really is uh, a, a power five team. So you lose by at least 17. Yep. But here's the good news. At 6-0, they're bowl eligible already, so they'll probably lose the rest of the games this season. It's Syracuse for Christ's yeah, sake. They'll go 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. They'll go to the famous potato bowl in Idaho. Good afternoon, everybody, and <laughs> welcome to Boise, Idaho. Um, by the way, how ridiculous was it last week that Stanford beat Notre Dame? I mean, the thing, I know, because the thing is, Notre Dame, it's always got, you know, they've got touchdown Jesus, and we know that, okay? Mm-hmm. But they, you know, Brian, why did the coach leave? He went to LSU, correct? Yes. Yeah. And why did the Oklahoma coach leave? He went to, and he went to where? USC, right? Yes. 
And guess what two powerhouses just got smashed or got or Notre Dame and Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Coach said, you know what? I see a problem here. <laughs> I'm going to take some players with me, and I'm going to go because this new player portal, I can just grab a few of my good guys and head that way for a bigger paycheck and leave them with shit, and that's what they did. So, uh, man. Uh, uh, I bring up Notre Dame because they're a 26.5-point favorite at home against UNLV this week. Okay, Notre Dame at home against UNLV. Yeah. Minus 26 and a half. I would have probably thought it was more. Notre Dame covers that because, of course, they lost to Stanford. They went out. What happened was when they went to Stanford, they had to take their SATs. Oh, damn it And they did horrible. They did horrible. Stanford did really well. And so they didn't show up on the field. The guys were really bummed. But a lot of guys got their feelings hurt. Like Bob Euchre said that yeah. movie. Oh, he's down on the field. I believe he's got his feelings hurt. And they <laughs> Notre Dame got their feelings hurt because they could not score as high on the SAT. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was that's embarrassing. And by the way, UNLV's record is better than Notre Dame's. UNLV is 4-3. and three. Notre Dame is 3-3. Three and three. I'm not going to pick and- Nevada. I'm not going to pick Vegas because they're just awful. But, boy, wouldn't that be funny? Dude, that would be you know what? I mean, that's a, here's the thing. Who did Vegas lose to? I think there's a I think there's an Eastern Michigan in there. There's one or two. Oh, I think they beat San Jose State. Hold on a second. Let me uh, let me let There's me, a couple uh, of bright spots. They they could show up. You know, I mean, maybe I shouldn't automatically. They you know, lost to Cal. They lost to Cal, twenty to fourteen, and lost to San Jose State forty to seven, and then lost to Air Force forty two to seven. Okay, well, now we're now give me the wins. Uh, let's see. They beat Idaho State fifty-two twenty-one. Okay, worst Division One school there is. Go they, ahead. They beat the University of North Texas fifty-eight to twenty-seven. In a barn burner. They beat Utah State thirty-four twenty-four. Uh, probably at UNLV. Uh, and no, it was at Utah State. You okay, they're showing you some muscle when they're and, and then they, 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 they won. Next? They won at home against. New Mexico, 31-20. Wow, because New Mexico and Idaho State, you know, that's like playing uh, Pop Warner. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, of course oh, that, you're going to beat that. That is well, awful. Let's see. Can, maybe you guys, you think you guys could beat the University of Massachusetts Minutemen? Because that's oh, a oh, tough group out there. Yeah, They're that is a very, very seven tough group. Four, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. The computer's slowing down on ESPN again. Uh, Damn it to hell. I'm really tired of your internet connection, Arnie. Oh, this is getting maddening. Holy shit. All my IT people go. All right, so what I'll do is, uh, do I have it on this phone? Do I have ESPN? I don't have ESPN on this other phone. All right, so what I'll do is I'll have to use the phone that Joe's on with me. You still there, Joe? Yeah, of course I am. Okay, uh, I have to use my phone because this is weird. This is two weeks in a row that ESPN's website has shit the bed during the show. Very, very strange. Oh, I wonder if I were to try some. Hold on one second. Well, what are we looking for? We're looking for what? UNLV's record, correct? Uh, no, we found it. I, I, I was just going back to the college games. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've got us alive here. Let's go, uh, folks. All right, I, I, I'm back. I, I, I got my phone out now, so uh, let's see. Um, you know what, though, bro? Check mm. this out. I got two phones. Ooh, one for the plug, one for the load. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, all, right. all right, here we go. Next one up, we got, uh, oh, this is a good matchup. 
Ole Miss at number seven on the road at Death Valley in LSU, and they're a two-point favorite in Death Valley. Yeah, Ole Miss. Okay. These guys, with this whole NIL name, image, likeness, mm-hmm. it's no more of the, you know, I know you're a fine player, son, and I know Coach Nick Saban wants you to play on his football team, one of the best in the country. Uh, but I don't have to hand you this envelope under the table anymore. I can now hand you this envelope over the table. Mm-hmm. We'd love to play at Ole Miss. And it's evening out the uh, playing field. So... Ole Miss, I don't know, Brian, is it Brian Kelly that came in there? Brian Kelly's yeah. at LSU, Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss. Yeah, Lane Kiffin, oh no. So, wow, it was kind of a circle of life there. Lane Kiffin came from where? USC, right? Yeah. Yeah, Coached wow. Coached at the Raiders. Oklahoma went to USC. USC went to Oklahoma? Yeah. Or no, went, USC no, went no. to Mississippi. Yeah. And Notre Dame went to LSU. Where did LSU guy go? LSU guy went to, um, oh, he's not working. Ed Ogeron is not working. Because Ed Ogeron, yeah, not working. He was the guy that they said was kind of lazy. Yeah, I mean, he won a national title, but he he was that good old boy. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk like this. Sound like a Cajun. He was the great drinking partner. Yeah. Leave him alone. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. You go Tigers. That's what he did every every week of practice. He came out. And he, you know, I once coached the great Jamarcus Russell at one time. <laughs> what a legend he was! You know, Jamarcus Russell. Do you know that Jamarcus Russell? They he was so lazy. You know, of course he was on cough syrup. It's not his fault. Addiction is a problem. Okay? Sure. Right. So he was. He they gave him tapes. These are the offensive players. You need to go and study these. And they gave him on videotape. But they gave him videotapes with nothing on them. Blank videotape. They gave to <laughs> Russell. And he went home, came back, and so do you know about the XY Flanker 6? Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that. Oh, it was on tape 2? Okay. No, it wasn't. There was nothing on the videotape. <laughs> Just showed. The guy was doing nothing. He was sitting around sucking on pseudo-ephedrine milkshakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was loving the scissorp. He was loving Hey, cough syrup. It's what's you for know, dinner. Don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, by the way, like, who are you picking in this LSU. game? That's my you, you, you like LSU in this game, finally? Yeah. yeah L- you know what? I'm trying to entertain as I go along. <laughs> I like LSU. I, I do like LSU in this one at home. It's not that special. All right, two more college games. I, I, I don't have your Nebraska. Who's Nebraska playing this week? The Cornhuskers? Yeah, that's uh, Nebraska. Uh, thanks for the update, Sparky. <laughs> okay. Uh, we may have the day off. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That we means, that means you don't lose this weekend. That's a good weekend. It is. And you know what? I think it's our second week off. But I know. I know. We 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 have the week off. And yeah, you don't know you guys how much off. joy I get from that. Um, all right, two people that don't have this weekend off. UCLA on the road. The undefeated Bruins are taking on the number 10 Oregon Ducks. Oregon is a six-point favorite at home. Nine versus 10. Now, in the NCAA tournament, a nine, well, it wouldn't be a nine versus 10. It'd be a what? Uh, uh, 
2007 versus nine. play eight. eight versus nine. Yeah, something Maybe. like that. It's the middle, middle of the row, right? Like the bell. So we got nine versus ten. Same thing. So you got to go with the home team in this one. Really? You still is showing me a lot. You're right. There's six of them. Oregon's five wins. Guess who Oregon lost to? They lost big. They lost to Ohio State by like a hundred. Yeah, and that was crazy. But people learn. Okay. And people get better. Teams get better. Uh, I've never been. I don't think you can go to school in a big city like that. You've got to go to the ivy-covered walls where you can go talk to your professor when you're struggling in economics. And you can go and say, hey, uh, I'm struggling. Uh, I don't get macroeconomics. I don't get the money multiplier. So you go see your teacher. Not at UCLA. You don't do that. UCLA, you're next door to to OJ, and you're next door (laughs) to the Kardashians. You don't go to your professor. Yeah, never, never. Okay, all right. I like that pick. Last college pick of the day is my beloved Texas Longhorns. Number 20th ranked on the road and a six and a half point favorite against Oklahoma State. I'm going to tell you right now, as a betting man, okay, as a betting man, Oklahoma State getting six and a half points, that you have to take. In fact, the folks, that's my lock of the week. Take the six. I'm not saying that Texas won't win that game. No, they, I understand. They're, they're very talented and they're very good, and then they win that game. But if you, if I can get that at seven, if I walk in the sports book and it says uh, Oklahoma State plus seven, I'm going to bet on that because Arnie's team can still win. But I just think it's going to be a barn burner. I really think it's going to be a barn burner, and I think that that Arnie, you're going to have you're going to you're going to have some uh, trouble. That's going to be a, a shootout. It's going to be a Mike Tyson fight. Yeah, this is this is the hard part of the season. I thought Jesus, Oklahoma and Alabama were the hard part. We still have to play both Kansas schools, TCU and Baylor and Oklahoma State. Like this is the meaty part of our season right now. This is where we determine if we have what it takes to win the Big 12. Right. And and it's the Big 12 still one one division. They don't have it. Two divisions, do they? No, no it, it, it's number. It's still one, but they have a championship game where number one plays one number two. two. And they it's had to have, they had to compete. Yeah, you know, before still it was like, oh no, well, because the old days, remember, you won your conference, you're in, you play a yeah. ball game or whatever. But because everybody has a north and a south or an east and a west division, you know, the Big Twelve was like because they lost players, they lost schools, then they could dig. Hey, can you come join our 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 class? Can you come join our our division? Where, or I mean, our conference. You know, so then they had to make, a, we got to have a bowl game. Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, a, a championship game, you know. And I don't like so, it. I hate it. I, 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 I think it's stupid. Yeah, I don't like it either, Marnie. I'm on your side. I don't like it either. All right. Well, there's our there's our college picks for the week. Now it's time for our pro picks. We got to go over last week. Um, last week, Joe, we yeah, were okay, both. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. Let me have it. We were both eight and six. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. You are one game ahead of me. I'm just playing with you, bro. I'm like Tiger Woods. You one are, stroke ahead. You are 54 and 39. I am 53 and 40. Uh, you're 53 and 40. I am 54 and 39. Yes. Oh, my God. And we are coming to the home stretch. Folks, folks, this is not. Tune in your TVs because this is going to go down. To the end. This is going to be and around the and around the stretch they come down the wire. It's Lucky Eddie versus. This is a horse race. Okay, <laughs> people should know that. Arnie, that me and you, we when we do something, 
We don't just patty cake it. No. We, we don't go in there. We're not slapping high fives with no. the opponent. No. We're not slapping him on the ass saying good job. No, we came in to win. Damn right we did. Damn right. Now, I mean, this is a dog fight between you and I now. That's right, bro. I mean, so one far. game between so, us. Go ahead. I, I still can't believe that the Ravens lost to the Giants, that the Packers fucking lost. Oh, my God. And the, the Cowboys lost. I, I was okay with. But Jesus Christ, get some consistency in the league. Who's, like, who was the greatest team? Uh, who's the dynasty, the last dynasty in the NFL? In the NFL? Packers. Well, I kind of thought the Oh, Patriots no, 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 were... no, Patriots. I'm sorry, Patriots. My bad. Patriots for Patriots, the last dynasty. Yeah. Did the Patriots ever suck? No. Yes, they have. The, oh, the oh, 70s, oh, back in the day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. And the Giants are going to be the sucky team that all of a sudden wins some ball games. Really? You're, you're, you're calling the Giants the next dynasty? I didn't say that. Stop putting words in my mouth. You compared them to damn New England, so I'm just going with one plus two. I'm saying that teams that they're not the Steelers who win all the time. Okay? Right, right, right. But they're teams the that were sucky that now win ball games, and I think the Giants are one of those. Okay. I think they're one of these teams that thought, oh, they're going to always be eight and eight, or they're going to be you know whatever nine and seven or whatever, and boom, all of a sudden, wow, somebody is going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. They were. You watch the NFL films. It's the guys, the blunders. They play the doop, 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 doop. They're fumbling the ball and they can't even kick a field goal. It's a boom. Then they win a Super Bowl. I think the Giants are that kind of team that they're going to be this team that is almost. They're going to be a player. Uh, hey, I, I. You might be right. I don't know. I, I mean, I. I, I kind of hope you're right. Uh, that'd be okay. I'd like to see that. They're, we... they're, beating, they're beating teams. They're, you know, who would have thought they would have won against will the we, Ravens? Will we but ever see? Will we ever see a, a Detroit or or Cleveland start to win those games? Well, people, what people don't know is when the Lions traded Babe Ruth, they were jinxed. <laughs> <laughs> so the Lions, yeah, they went to, and there was a goat in the stadium. Something like that. So the Giants, the Lions will never win. Okay. I'm sorry, Detroit. All right. You have your your favorite, your biggest rock group was Kiss, who was horrible. Okay. <laughs> and your best football team is the Lions. Yeah. Okay. And and your greatest export is crack cocaine. There so, you no, go. There the you Lions go. don't win. Or, or dirty water from Flint. All right. Let's start picking some NFL games, shall we? First, right. first matchup is tonight on Prime Network. Boy, what an unprime game this is. The, I don't have point spreads in front of me. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? Oh, hold on a second. I do. Hold on. There we go. There we go. First game is tonight. The uh, New Orleans Saints are taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Both teams at two and four. Arizona is a two and a half point favorite. Okay. So now, when before we used to just, hey, Go put some foil on the rabbit ears so we can get that game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's coming in fuzzy. We move the rabbit ears around the game. Nope, nope, not now. You got to give Jeff Bezos some money yep. to watch this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You got to give Jeff Bezos that greedy son of a bitch. That bastard anyway, looks like a yeah. penis. I think he invented the pandemic because guess what happened when the pandemic? Everything had to be delivered. Oh, yep. guess who delivers? Yep. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and he's flying to space to get shots to stay fucking lucid from COVID. I bet. That's it. He's just trying to help. Right. That's who got rich during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Amazon and Jeff Bezos. Right. So uh, we have to. We now have to pay. Oh, guess what? I just got an email. I'm not current on my Prime Video subscription. So there is no possible way for me to watch the game. That's theoretical. Of course, right. I have every subscription. Of course you do. And you're, you're, you're by every casino in town, so you're going to see the game. I'm going to see the game. But in order to see it at home, where I like to watch it, because you know I watch every game naked in front of a studio or audience. Yeah, sadly, I do know that because you invited me over once. <laughs> you got and, the video on that? Yeah, yeah, it was too much. It did not go viral as no. I expected. But Thank God. <laughs> I know, but so you have to pay Amazon to watch this game. It's the first of. So guess who you get? Guess who you get? Uh, even if this game was free, nobody's gonna watch it. No. Now you gotta pay for it. Oh my god! This game, this game uh, is trash. I'm gonna go with. Damn it! I, I gotta go with the Cardinals. Yeah. I gotta go with the Cardinals at home. Uh, I, I'm going with the Cardinals as well because I just don't believe in Jameis Winston whatsoever. If, if he's even still the quarterback there with the Saints. Uh, next matchup is my beloved Dallas Cowboys at home. Dak Prescott will be playing. All right. Okay. Now, okay. Just to finish off that other game, the backup quarterback's name is Skyler. So that already knows. If either Jameis Winston's playing or Skyler's playing, you know they're losing. So yeah. Oh, yeah. They're losing that okay. one. So we got Dallas Cowboys at home, a seven point favorite, four and two against the one and four. Detroit Lions. I'm going to tell you right now, Arnie. I, of course, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to take them to win by seven. Okay, but if I so help me God, if the Lions upset the Cowboys, I will mortgage my home in Tucson <laughs> and fly down there just to just to just to to have you pay me back. Okay, um, this is a game that the Cowboys could lose because Dak's playing. I'm picking the Cowboys, of course. But it wouldn't it be wouldn't it be just apropos for Dak Prescott to come in and throw like nine interceptions and the Cowboys lose? Hey, why don't we leave Cooper? What's Cooper Rush's record as quarterback? Five and one. Five and one. He finally lost one. So Dak's there. So he's going to play. Uh, yeah, this is could be they get snake bit. This is the kind of game where if the Lions win. Hoda Kotb will be telling you about it. Wow. Okay? Not just Sports Center. You'll hear about it. Hoda. From yeah, you'll hear it'll be it'll be uh, uh, a story that everybody. Oh my goodness! Did you see the Lions beat the Cowboys? Yeah. So it'll I, make like it'll make like uh, you know. And finally tonight, and <laughs> unbelievable, it won't even be in the sports section. It'll be uh, a news story. Right. I, it, it's right beat. before the the water skiing squirrel. So yeah, right before they go to the viral videos of the cats. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but we're both taking the Cowboys in that one. Okay. Taking the Cowboys in that, yeah. All right, next matchup. We have both teams are 3-3. Three and three. The Falcons, who are turning it on all of a sudden, are on the road against the Bengals. The Bengals are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Falcons in Cincinnati. Now, as I always remind people, if you're in Cincinnati, to go to the airport, you have to go to Kentucky. You know that. Right, right, right. All right, just for, just for travel. It's a travel thing. Um, but other than that, 
Boy, I tell you what, uh, the Bengals at home, they're three and three, uh, two, three. You know what? This is one of those games where it, you don't bet it because it's, you know, why would you even bother want to watch it? Or, uh, but the, the Bengals, so I'm going to give the Bengals a home field advantage. They win it. Okay. In total. Yeah. I got to say that it, it's got to be near time that the Bengals start playing like the team they were last year. You know, the team that went to the actual Super Bowl. Right. Uh, I, I'm waiting for that team to come out. I'm picking the Bengals this week because I think they, they, they're they going to need to jump start it, and it, it's going to need to get going here pretty damn soon. Right. And I, I think the Bengals, they've they got to they gotta show something, and this is it. They, if you can't beat the Falcons at home, then you may not be able to beat the Houston Texans at home. And that's a problem. Yeah, oh, that's a huge problem. Uh, but we're both taking the Bengals there. Next one up. We've got the Indianapolis Colts on the road against the Tennessee Titans. The Colts have a tie in their record. They're three, two, and one. The Titans are three and two. Tennessee is a two and a half point favorite. Well, I hate to say it, Arnie, but I think we're both going to agree on this one because I already know who you're picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I already know that the uh, great racist state of Tennessee. <laughs> okay. Because you know me and you, we are civil rights leaders. Yes, yes, we are. That's right. I'm arched. We stand up for the little man and for the minority. Mm-hmm. And I think the Colts go on the road and they win this one. Yep, I'm taking the Colts as well just because Sam Ellinger's on their team, backup quarterback, played at the University of Texas. I believe he played at Austin for the yes, Texas Longhorns, yes, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Boy, oh boy, this this next game, it seems really easy, but the point spread is only four and a half points. Green Bay is on the road against the Commandos in Washington, and they're a four and a half point favorite. Okay. I know that you're very fluent in your French, so you say Commandos, Commandois. Yes. Okay. But it's the Commanders. Right. But, commandos. But we both know they're the Redskins. Right, right. They, honestly, they are the Redskins, yes. We both know that. They're the, Reds. the Redskins are at home. The Packers, you know, he doesn't uh, – old uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I'd still if, – if I needed somebody to throw a ball right on the money in, in, in a dead stride like uh, – like, uh, what's his name from uh, – now he doesn't play for Kansas City – a Tyreek Hill on a dead sprint, and I need you to hit him right in the bread basket on a dead sprint. Mm-hmm. I'll take Aaron Rodgers to make that pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Every day of the week. Yeah, but he doesn't have the supporting cast. The commanders win this game. Whoa. Whoa. You're taking the commandos. Yes, I'm taking the Redskins. Yes. Oh, man. I, I, I'm i sticking with the Packers here. I, I, I don't. I think he's got enough of a supporting cast to beat Washington. I I, I really yeah. do, because I watched them I play. They're not good. It depends on who he's dating. Yeah, who, who, uh, Rogers is dating right now. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, ooh, and Hanky is starting two at court. Wait, do you want to change it? Because the backup for 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 Washington is playing. Wentz is not playing. Like that's going to do you any good? Okay. Wentz playing. Okay. Who's the backup? Uh, Hanky. Hanky, he's a six foot five sophomore from <laughs> Tuskegee, Alabama. They love him here. He's a local okay, kid. Okay, all right. You, you're not no, changing I have no your idea pick. who that is, but I'm still taking the Redskins. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Uh, next game up, we got the three and three Buccaneers on the road against the one and five North Carolina Panthers. 
Tampa Bay is an 11-point favorite. I know. And Tampa, 11-point favorite on the road. Do you think the Panthers feel insulted at all? I would hope. I would oh, my hope. gosh. They better be insulted. This is where Tom Brady says, oh, my God, I've lost my career and my wife. Okay, this is the game that goes down. Because okay. the Panthers will beat them. Whoa. The Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The Panthers win this game. Holy, oh, oh, dear Lord in heaven. Man, oh, man. That is a crazy, crazy pick. I'm not getting anywhere near that. I'm sticking with Tampa. Okay. All right. Wow. Let me ask you this, Arnie. How many upsets do you think will be in the NFL this weekend? Oh, there's going to be at least a few, and you could be calling them. Three and four. There's going to be three, at least. There's going to be three upsets, at least. Okay. And so you've got to pick one of those. And I think that uh, one of them is uh, the Panthers. The Panthers, they win at home, and it's finally, it's like, Tom, listen, Tom. Okay, listen. Go home. Grab the Metamucil. Go on Silver, what's the Silver dating site for the seniors? <laughs> I don't know. It's called Silver something, and you know, it's for old people to hook up, you know, with booty calls. <laughs> that's where Tom's going. He's going to lose yeah, his game. It's over. It's going. over for you, kid. You all lost right. the Supermodel. You lost to the Panthers, and it's all over, kid. Wow. All right, good pick. Uh, next one up we got, man, I'm, I'm dumbfounded that one. Uh, the Giants, the 6-1 and one New York football Giants are on the road against the 2-4 and four Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are a three-point favorite. Yeah, and I love how people say the New York football Giants as opposed to what, the New York baseball Giants? Well, they were there at one time. And yes, there was. Yes, there was. And there was also the Renaissance era. And they're both in the past. Okay. <laughs> so there's only one New York Giants. And uh, I think they're for real. They're on the road to Jacksonville. But guess what? Jacksonville's. If I was going to bet this, okay, I'm going to. This is a weird one because I'll tell you right now, I think the Jaguars are going to win this game. Whoa. I think the Jaguars win. I, I like. I, I, I'll probably get this one wrong, but I like the Jaguars. I can't believe they're favored. If I was going to bet it, though, I'd probably bet on the Giants. Oh, yeah. Getting, oh, absolutely. Getting three, getting three points at Jacksonville. I'd probably bet on the Giants. But this one, it's going to be that. We now go to extra coverage of the Jackson. And, and finally, the Jaguars get ex bonus coverage, they call it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they'll get bonus coverage. And the Jaguars pull out an OT victory. I like it. I like that a lot. I, I, I picked the Jags, too. I, I Look, I don't believe in any team in the NFC East except the Eagles and Cowboys, and I hate the Eagles. Um, the New York Giants are not that good. As much as people want to blow them up and everything, I don't think they're that good. I think the Jags win this game in regulation, even. I'll say it in regulation. Okay, yeah, because I went over key. So we, we we disagree on playing time, but we both are taking the Jaguars. Here's an interesting game, boy, oh boy. We've got the two and four Cleveland Browns on the road against the three and three former Cleveland Browns, now Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore's you know, a six I, and a half point I, I favorite. I packed up and left in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I can I, see I that. Think anymore. I, I just packed up my shit and I, you know, the fans and the girls wanted me here, but I said, you know what, I'm out. 
and I packed up my stuff and headed to fucking uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. By the way, by the way, yeah. Alicia, I'm going to get back to your question you asked me uh, on the Mixler board here in just a little bit. So you just hang on. But, but this I game. Like, I like because Jacoby Russell's your quarterback. I mean, I would who would you rather have as a quarterback, Jacoby Russell or uh, Baker Midfield? And be honest. Oh, God, probably Jacoby. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're going to lose. Ravens yeah. win this one. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Ravens at home on this one. Uh, the the Browns not there yet. God, dog it, Browns. How about the upstart four and two New York J E T S Jets 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 taking on the two and four Broncos? All right, what is the elevation in um, uh, New Jersey? Uh, well, well, the game is actually, I think they're at sea level in New Jersey. Okay, and what's the elevation in Denver? Uh, at least a mile high. I believe it's a mile high. That's why the mile high is there. So, because the Jets are going to be winded, okay, because that's a long way to fly. Get sure. it, the Jets? It's mm-hmm. a long way to fly. Anyway, and play it. I'm taking the Broncos. Okay. I'm taking the Jets because Jets are used to elevation, my friend. Whoa. Oh, you touche. You yes. got me on that one. Uh, I, I just like the way the Jets are playing right now. I, that, that's all I got to yeah, say. They're all really good. You know, it, it, seriously, they're all playing good. And uh, that's, uh, that Zach kid. Yeah. He makes a few mistakes. He'll be playing right. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I think they're okay. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I think they're in the right way. Jets or the Jets or the Giants who's better in New York? Uh, I would say probably the Jets. I think the Jets have the most up. Uh, eh, I think I think the Jets have the bigger upside. I think I do too. I do too. I think the Jets. Uh, but I, I, you know what? We got a long season. We'll see because mm-hmm. we got what we've got many games left. But the Broncos. Uh, the two hundred million dollar mistake, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he I think he does he he earns his paycheck this week and he they beat the Jets. Uh we just got a message in here. Good morning, Arnie and Lake Tahoe Joe. Wish Sawyer luck this weekend. His junior Broncos ten under team is going against Marysville Indians to see if they make it to the championship game. The boys worked their asses off against a dirty West Sack team last week. Well, good luck to Sawyer uh and his teammates this week and hopefully they go out and kick ass. I hope they do. Uh, all right, next matchup, we've got, oh, we've got the team from Nevada. The team that lives in Las Vegas, we have the Houston Texans, the 1-3-1 and Texans on the road against the 1-4 and Raiders. The Raiders are a seven-point favorite. Boy, I tell you, if I, I'll tell you one thing. Right, I know, if I was a gambling man, I'd live in Las Vegas. Yeah, oh, I, I think know, that'd be a good life. idea on your part. It's a great idea. If you're mm-hmm. a gamble, I would live in Vegas. It's a thought. Just a thought. I mean, if you're a gambler, you want to live in New Mexico or you should you live in Vegas? Probably <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. yeah a, so I, the Raiders currently have three or four players out on their own recognizance. <laughs> They've got two or three that have made bail. They should have close to a full team. Okay, okay? good. I like the Raiders to win this one. I like but not the, by seven. I don't know if I bet. I don't know if I bet them to win by seven. But I, I'm uh, Raiders win the game. Yeah, I got the Raiders in this one easy. I think I think the Raiders cover in this one. 
Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm not worried about the Raiders in this game. Uh, how about the three and three Seahawks taking on the four and two Chargers, who just won on Monday night? The Chargers are a five and a half point favorite. This in L.A. Uh, because, and the only reason I'm playing in L.A. because I think the Padres need the stadium. Probably. San Diego. Yeah. Oh no, wait, they don't yeah, play in San Diego that's anymore. That's it. That's the big reason. Yeah, oh, that's, you think that's the main reason? Yeah. I think <laughs> So the Chargers, that Herbert kid, oh, he's a, yeah, that Herbert kid, he's, I like him. He's a good kid. He needs a haircut. Yeah, darn right he does. More, uh, the Chargers at home by five and a half. I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers in this. I just hate the Seahawks. I don't like anything about Seattle. I just And who, who did I say was their quarterback? I, I think I... I don't that, know. That's where Jacoby plays. I don't it? know. It doesn't matter. It's Seattle. Nobody cares. Well, it's, it's, Starbucks uh, does. Yeah, I mean, they're the only ones. Um, how about this matchup? We got the four and two Chiefs on the road against the three and three 49ers. The Kansas City Chiefs are a two and a half point favorite. Chiefs on the road, two and a half point favorite at the 49ers. Do you have that sound effect that goes ba 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 ba? This one here? This... No. no. Or this one? There's a big announcement coming. That one? Yeah. All right, hit it one more time. Okay, uh, one more time for Joe. The 49ers win this game, Whoa. and Joe Murphy's luck of the Irish, lock. Home dog special. Okay. I like that. Oh, I like that. We, we're we're going to have to work on that to incorporate that a little more with the sound effects. I like it, though. Well, um, that's what I do. I <laughs> you're a pro, Joe. You are a pro. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. All right. I can see uh, the Niners winning that game, but I'm taking the Chiefs. Now, I believe Tua is playing in this next game, which he probably shouldn't be. But the last game, Sunday night game, Joe, your team is on Sunday night football. The Steelers at the Dolphins. The two and four Steelers at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a seven-point favorite. Damn it. Tua, okay, number one, Tua, if you want to be able to uh, hold your children in your hands and, and take them and teach them how to ride a bike, and stuff, you should probably walk away from the game. Probably. I understand how hard that is to do, okay? But you got to think about stuff like that. Now, if you want to continue playing, which I get that. He's competitive. He's, he, he, of course he is. That's why he's a winner. Uh, and he, of course, he doesn't want to stop playing. But, man, it's like when they told, remember when they told Sugar Ray Leonard his retina was detached? Oh, yeah. Do you keep boxing? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he goes, he's a competitor. And, but man, and by I the mean, way, he lost to Marvin Hagler. Honey, that, that was honey, a... stop, stop. We're good. You don't need to play. You may not be able to see. You know, just like two of his family probably maybe tell him. You know, you don't. You know, you, you we're good. You don't. You don't have to prove anything else. Whatever. But he's a competitor, and if two plays, man, I, I you know what? I, what did I do last? What did I do last week? I bet. I bet against the Steelers. What happened? They won. Steelers picking one. So I'm not going to do it for two weeks in a row. I can't do it. So uh, if I take the Steelers and they lose, it doesn't matter because I've always taken the Steelers. But if I don't take them and they win, 
man, Murphy, you scumbag. You better get your Steelers two weeks in a row and they yeah, won. I mean, come so on. I've got to take the Steelers. Okay. All right. Uh, I am, too, also taking the Steelers because I, I think if Tua plays, A, it's a huge mistake, and B, that team has not bounced back from what happened to Tua to begin with. So I, I don't believe in the Dolphins anymore this season. Monday night game. Boy, Chris Payne's going to be happy. Chris Payne's going to be broadcasting live probably somewhere on Monday night because the Bears take on the Patriots. The 2-4 and four Bears take on the New England Patriots in New England, 3-3. Three and three. New England is a 7.5-point favorite. Well, just so you know, Monday night football, okay, there will be a DJ live, a live radio DJ making 100 bucks an hour yeah. uh, as a talent fee, okay? Yes. At Ed's Fantasy Girls. That won't be me, but I still will be at Ed's Fantasy Girls, okay, <laughs> on Monday night, okay? So I'm still going to be there, uh, but I will not be broadcasting live. By the I way, there, there will be live DJs at, at Coaches, at, uh, let's see, the, the, the Silver Legacy Sportsbook, probably the uh, every sportsbook will have a DJ in it. And, and, and one time, Nick Danger was hosting, you know, the, the greatest gig in the world. I get. I gotta go do a live remote at Ed's Fantasy Girls for Monday Night Football. So let me get this straight. Your job is to go and get paid three hundred dollars to watch Monday Night Football at a strip club. Yeah, is that not the greatest gig oh, ever? That was fantastic. Oh, I I love that gig. They, I used to do uh, when I came back to Reno. I got the uh, the Silver Legacy gig. So I would I would go to Silver Legacy on Sunday nights and watch Sunday night football, get paid three hundred bucks a week, yeah. and get free food. They get free food, get free food, and, and oh, guess what? Uh, Jimmy didn't pick up his swag, so guess who that's going on with? Yeah. So uh, yeah, but but there were strippers. Yeah, you you had me beat definitely. <laughs> that, that, that one that one beats me right there. The Ed Fantasy Girl beats me. Uh, you know, you know, you know, because I know as far as uh, as uh, big game entertainment, of course, the legacy they got a bigger advertising budget. Oh, They're sure. gonna like come on down, legacy, whatever. But they don't have candy. No, okay? they don't. She's twenty four. She's single. <laughs> she's working the pole, and I'm winning my bet. Yeah. So, yeah. So I love that. But uh, the, and then that was tragic to say that that was when Nick Danger. Uh, uh, decided that, uh, you know, life wasn't going. Mm-hmm. Uh, God bless him. God bless him. And uh, uh, he, but that's when they, they found out, why isn't Ed, or excuse me, why isn't the, the Nick Danger at the greatest gig ever? Yep. Uh, and they found out he had, he had, uh, things had gone south for him. Um, and I, and I, and I prayed for him. Uh, you know, I, I, God bless him. Uh, I like, I mean, I gotta go with the Patriots. I gotta go with your boys. Was your boy Mac Mac Jones back in? I'm not sure yet. They, I was just asked who's starting Zap or Mac Jones. I'm not sure, but I, I it doesn't matter for me. I'm telling you, Chicago sucks. They're horrible. They're fucking terrible. They're, They're just so bad. Yeah, Patriots. The Patriots. Because here's the winning. Here's the, the decider in that one. Who's the coach? Oh, Bill Belichick's one of the coaches. So I'm going with Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah, there you go. That that that's a good way to go right there. And that is going to do it for us today, my friend. So, uh, Joe, thank you so much for being a part of the broadcast. As always, you did a bang up job. I, I you know I try. And the one thing I wanted to say is that. Two things. There is no reason anyone on this earth should go hungry. We throw away enough food. 
people think I'm Bono when I talk like that. Oh, uh, you you're a, you, you are a humanitarian. I am a humanitarian. And free Britney Griner. There you go. I'm not going to get behind you on that one. Okay, okay you'll let her rot in a Russian prison. Yeah, oh, great. yeah. I, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I know. You it's do. one of my favorite always, stories. Hey, it's been awesome. It's been fun. I look forward to it every week. And thanks so much. Arnie. All right, Joe. Have a great weekend, my friend. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. And Alicia, when we come back, I will address what you wrote way back here because uh, it's, it's, it's story time now. So there you go. Uh, now I got to find it. All right. Well, anyway, I got time to find it because I'll just play this song.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show. Thanks again to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy uh, for adding to this broadcast as much as he does. I I love Joe. Joe is so good. Uh, football picks are in. He and I are one game apart on the season. Not too shabby. Winning records, I got to say. You got to like that. Um... Now, in the last break, we, we were in the middle of football talk, and Alicia wrote something up here, and I wanted to get back to it because I, whenever you guys write up here, it's all important to me that I read it and, and I see. And when it's this, of course I'm going to talk about it. Arnie, I went down a weird rabbit hole on Instagram and realized that the trans on the morning show you used to be on is actually one of your former co-host's niece, biological nephew. Did you ever meet this person? I was on their Instagram and appear to have gone through the full-blown top and bottom surgeries based on their drag show costumes for Pride Month. Sorry, super off-topic. Nothing's off-topic here. Um, the answer is yes. I have met this person. I have not met their new persona. I've only met this person once, and it was at a wedding. The dead name would be Dominic. That would be the, the child's name when I met Dominic, and he wore a cape to his aunt's wedding. As soon as we heard of the cape before, and he did wear it to the wedding, um, I would like to challenge this person, this new person to the morning show, to go back and listen to some of the archives. And see, not what I said, but what someone else said on the show. Because we started way back when that cape was on that we said that he was a little light in the loafers. And to this day, it still makes me chuckle. It it literally, it will make me laugh when I think about it that we called that one so right so many years ago. No such thing as Gaydar, my ass. But I'd like to see what that new person would say about someone that's currently on that show and the things they said. But that's just me. That would mean that would be me opening up a rabbit hole. And I don't know if they I I don't know if they've gone through all the surgeries. I, I don't care. I don't know the person. I can wish them all the best, but whatever. They're on that show so they can go fuck themselves. Mm. My niece told her friend yesterday that I was transphobe. LOL, I don't give a fuck. I'm not afraid of men and women that are confused unless they get violent. You ain't got nothing to worry about, buddy. You got me on your side. Uh let's see, uh, uh, Alicia, Arnie and Scab used to make fun of him. I still believe he he still has the dong, though. Okay. Uh, let's see. What did Stackar sit? Stackar sent me something. Go to the link. Let's see. Oh. Nobody slaps five with, with Russell? That guy just did. Everybody else is just avoiding him like the plague. That is pretty funny. Uh, let's see, uh, Raiders, I want the Hawks to win, but Char- da, da, Geno Smith, Geno Smith, 
Uh, might be Mitch in there. Pick it coming off soon. Uh, Cowboys girl, I guess I forgot about that. But down my little dark rabbit hole I went, it seemed like they had the bottom surgery done. Made me sad. The person definitely has some issues, and I feel for them. I haven't listened or looked him up. I'm not on Instagram, so I'm not sure. Uh, when I did listen, he still had it, and I think he was unsure if he was going to get removed. Doesn't surprise me. It's very sad. He looked like he would have been a handsome young man. All right. You got to love that Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I hear that in Canada he's known by the name the Lumberjack, not because of his ability to knock down redwoods faster than Paul Bunyan, but because of the massive logs he would leave in the toilet. Legends say they would be used to a butcher knife to cut those bad toys. What a guy. <laughs> uh, I saw the knees. Blah, blah, blah. Super cute. And they look like some of the comments. Uh, Miss Kay, her cousin. I met a few tiny females right again. Blah, blah, blah. Swoosh. I have to go check that drag show clip I watched. Looked like a full-on clam. Uh, I believe that you hit the nail on the head, and that's history of abuse that led to the transition. Probably. Oh, her papa figure said bad things in the past. Shocking. Yeah, that is what we call him, V-Coop. He would just say he evolved. Well, look, like I said, I'm not going to make any rude comments toward that. I, I think that person is awful on their show. I've heard, like, literally 10 seconds of it, and it's, it is it is nails on the chalkboard. I'm shocked that her nephew is mentally ill. <laughs> it seems to run in her family, right? I mean, um, I don't know. Like, like, look, when it comes to, to thinking of it, and, and I forgot who it was that asked me. I think it was Christopher, it was you that asked me. Great question about a possible reunion. There'd be one big caveat. I would say outside of Brandon, only the original show members can be there. That would be that would be another one of my my things. If they want me to do, I I'm, I'm not going to do a show with that person. I'm just not. The person was never a part of what we created. Was never a part of anything. Don't want anything to do with it. And 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 she can have her own career. She can have. I was shocked that she was hired to do that job, but whatever. I know what he pays, and he doesn't pay well. Fat Nick too. Oh, if Nick came back, yes. Uh, I love Nick. I'm, I, I still chat with Nick every now and then. I made a rule for myself when, when, when things parted um, that I banned certain people from my Facebook page, and I did that to save them. I never had an issue with Brandon. Never, ever had an issue. I thought Brandon was a good, hardworking kid, and I liked Brandon a lot. I looked out after him. I tried to help him with his, his issues, but he was somebody who didn't want my help. He just wanted the help from somebody else on that show, and that's fine. Um, I have no issues with him. Fat Nick. Nick, is one of the, Nick was the greatest producer we had. Nick and Christy are the two best producers we ever had. And I'm not trying to take away from Brandon. Brandon was very good, but he wasn't Nick. Nick added so much to the show, it was unbelievable. And then Christy added a lot to the show, and her leadership skills were phenomenal. Those are the only people I would do the show with. 
I wonder if former producer Amanda is in the same boat as Arnie. Roller derby badass to disappear. I have no idea. I have no idea what happened. I, I, I think we reached out and we, we chatted once in an email and we were going to talk, but it never happened. Okay. By the way, by the way, wasn't that big a fan of hers. She was a nice girl. I'm not going to say any shit about Amanda. I'm not going to talk anything bad about her. I just wasn't a fan. I didn't think she was very good on the air. Nick was hilarious. Nick, Nick, was, Nick was a genius. God damn, that guy was good. Brandon was a poor man's version of Nick. Amanda is batshit crazy. We had another producer. Um, I would never go back if Tanya came back. I mean, you want to talk about old school producers. We had, so we had, uh, when we first came to Sacramento. All right, story time. We can put these stories on hold. Uh, we first came to Sacramento. If you've ever been to the old 98 Rock building, which I guess is not even on Madison anymore, just makes me sad. You'd wind through the 98 Rock Wing, and you'd get back to the studio, and there'd be two other studios that were attached to it. And both of them had the capability of having people in that could talk with the show that was doing the main studio. And one of those, we called those production rooms. And one of those production rooms were our producers. And the other one was Vader, later when Vader got there. But we'll, we'll talk about Vader in a second. We used to have a phone line set up in the office, and people would call that, and the, the producer would come running to the studio with what they had to say on the phone. And they wrote it down. And then we got a system in place where you could do it all on computer, and, you, and everything was set up. But Tanya was our original producer, and she was terrible. She was awful. And then we got Bo. Now, Bo was a great Bo was fantastic, but he stole from the radio station, so he got fired. Then we got uh, Megan, and Megan was a tremendous, she was just, it wasn't her thing. She was really, really good at the job, but she just didn't want it. She didn't like it, and she moved on. I'm still in contact with her. She's still doing good. She was phenomenal, and then we got Nick. Well, then we had Tanya for a little bit, and then we got Nick. And, man, once we got Nick, we knew what we we looked for in the next producers, and that's why we got Christy and Brandon. And I still don't know why they got Amanda, but that was a whole other thing. She was mainly there to answer phones. But we, at one time, that show was just fucking rock star central. Best time on that show was Nick, Vader, and Megan. Is Tanya the one that lost the recording of the 911 episode? Yes. Yeah, she's she's the one in charge of that. Tanya had a lot of problems. Tanya's main thing was is that she wanted to be in Playboy. And back in 2000, she was like 42. I don't know. She's probably in her 70s now. I don't know how old she is. Don't care. I'll never forget when she showed off her new tits at Aftershock. Or it was OzFest. It was OzFest. She showed off her new tits at OzFest on stage. And her two teenage sons were in the front row. Oh, I'd never felt so bad for anybody. Uh, I called and pledged money for charity. If you did a Cosby bit, I mean segment, and that cunt uh, outbid me to hear Rob Zombie. Damn it. 
Yeah, Tanya was something, but but Nick and Vader and Megan, man. I Vader was Vader was the. Gr- <laughs> so we got fined by the FCC for a bit we did about or segment we did. Sorry, uh, about sex acts in college, and we could have been fined a whole lot more than we were, but we didn't get fined that much. So we got fined. We paid the fine. And one of the agreements that the station made with the FCC that we kept our license was that we had a sensor in another studio that could dump out the show because our show was on an eight-second delay. I don't know why this show is on a 10-second delay, but we're on a 10-second delay here. I still don't get that because we're on the Internet. Um, so we're, we had this eight-second delay, and if we cross the line, Vader, you would hear Vader's voice come in and go, Oh, I got to take that. And he would dump it. Um, but Vader really never did. I think Vader Vader dumped us like twice, and that's because somebody, and it wasn't me, and it wasn't the other male on the show, uh, said the word shit on the air. He couldn't do that. But Vader never dumped us because Vader liked being part of the show. Vader was a radio guy. Vader didn't believe in censorship. And he was, and it was so funny that they hired him of all people, uh, because he let us get away with murder. And I, I love Vader to this day. I, he was, he's one of my all-time favorite people that I have ever worked with, and he, he was great. His fucking humor was just so bad. God, his humor was fucking awful. But he was such a good man. God, Lee still is a good man. I, you know, in, in, in this, when I think about those people, when I think of the Vaders and the Nicks and the Christies and the, the Megans of the world, that's one reason why I still am very, very proud of what I did in the morning. Because I did work with some really, really great people. I liked when you had Brian the Wart. He dumped you guys once, and you ripped him a new asshole. Oh, I can tell you exactly what that one was for, Stink Fist. To this day, I'm still upset at that because it was one of the finest jokes I ever crafted on the air. Christopher, the uh, the guacamole looking like baby shit was on her first show ever in Reno, and that's why we got the delay in Reno. That was her first show ever. It was the last break of the first show and, and uh, our head engineer brought in guacamole, homemade guacamole. I was like, fuck, I like guacamole. And she's like, eh, I can't eat that. It looks like baby shit. So we go on to the air, and uh, somebody says, oh, well, the head engineer uh, brought in guacamole. And she goes, I'm not going to eat it. It looks like baby shit. <laughs> we all just went, you dumbass. But uh, Stink Fist, we're talking about STDs in the military. Oh, I'll never, ever forget this as long as I fucking live. Talking about, and, and, and Scab gave his point. She gave her point. Another Scab point. They're talking back and forth about the rise of STDs in the military. And I looked at them both, and I had the joke done in like two seconds. I looked at them, I go, you two are idiots. And they're like, why? I go, you guys didn't know that the, the STD rate in, in, in the military was so high? They're like, no, you did? I said, yeah. My sister was such a slut, she wanted to be stationed at Fort Dix. Fort Dix is spelled Fort D-I-X. 
It's an actual fort. It's an actual military base. It was one of the greatest jokes I ever created on the show. And all of a sudden, I hear the fucking wart go, oh, I got to take that, and he dumped it. I was out of my chair by the door before somebody had fucking wrestled me to stop. Oh, I was mad as hell at that. I'm still mad at it today. If I were to see that guy, if I were to see the wart, and there's no reason that guy should be alive anyway. That guy was miserable. Man, oh, man. He was one step away from a piano falling on him somewhere. That guy had no luck at all. But that was the that was the wart issue. Best part about Vader was his bellowing laughter in the bathroom. Yeah, when you could make see that's how I knew I was really, really good. I always made him laugh. And working in radio, it, it's tough when you're a narcissistic person like me. And you need that that immediate reaction. You need that immediate response and that laughter. And he played that part so well for me. I, I, I've never said this to him, and I would say this to him. Him laughing in the background made me such a better, more confident broadcaster. Because I never, ever stopped to worry, ooh, is this going to be funny? Or is this going to be funny? Because once you do that, you're fucked. My favorite thing he ever did was make Vietnam killer psycho jokes. Dude, and, and Ogre, I have to tell you, that was the most uncomfortable. His humor was so uncomfortable at some times, but I knew it was all in humor. Um, one time when, when, when I was married to Satana, she came to the station, I don't know why, and she was wearing these red high heels, and he came out to me. Uh, it, like she left, and he came into the studio. He goes, Artie, I'm going to tell you this right now. If she ever wears those red high heels again, I'm going to rape her. And he just walked out. And I was like, wow. And, and, and I saw him laughing in his studio. I'm like, okay, I guess that's a joke. But, whew, that was, uh, that, that, was a, that was a little tough there, Vader. Uh, did you say walk-a-mole? Walk-a-mole? Yeah, jack a uh, Stinkfist says, yes, I remember. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a Fort Dix line. Oh, I'm still mad about it. Still, don't, don't get me started. There was one other joke that I crafted that I, I'm, I'm that proud of. It's when we first started in Sacramento, we were hated. We were hated. And, and all you people that say, oh, we loved you from the beginning, you're all liars. And it's okay. It's okay that you were lying, that you hated us at the beginning. But I have a high voice. My, my voice is, yeah, I don't have a lot of bass in my voice. And uh, I guess that makes my voice stand out, whatever. This guy called the show and said, uh, hey, Arnie, I was just wondering uh, when are your balls going to drop and, and, and you're going to have some bass in your voice and sound like a man. And I didn't miss a beat. I said, well, that's funny because they dropped last night on your mom's chin. Boom. Oh, I was so happy with that. That was early on. That was like that was like year two thousand. That made a that made one of those. Remember those CDs I was telling you about that they send out for production. Sometimes they send other shows bits out, and that made a national bit show. I was like, "Yep, recognize." I know I didn't like you guys. I I was like, "Who the hell is this?" Oh God, people hated us. I started the the what up dog. 
I would say that to people on the air, and they're like, dude, this is a rock station, man. This ain't a rap station. I don't know why that was just played, but it was. Yeah, but, oh, we were hated. We were told, like, okay, so we got the job in Sacramento. I'm putting the rest of these stories on hold, I guess, unless the, the, last, the last one's pretty damn good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That we'll do that one. Um, I, I'm enjoying telling the stories. When we first moved to Sacramento. We were hired, and we we were told, "You've got two weeks, and then you're going to go on the air. You're going to learn the area. You're going to go to places and do all the kind of the recon that you need to do." It's like okay. And I remember when we moved there, I was kind of the producer of the show. Like all the best of shows I produced, I put them all together. All that kind of stuff, everything, the promo that we ran after the show, I produced that. Um, so, and it was a whole new system, and it was a very confusing recording system, because we had, uh, for all you people that play on the internet with sound effects and things, we had Saw, and then Saw 2, Sound Audio Workshop, or whatever. And Saw 2 was the greatest production tool ever used. A lot of people say, well, it was kind of junky and kind of, you know, Saw 2 was the greatest. And they didn't have that there. And I was a master on Saw. This other stuff I wasn't very good at. It took me, it took me at least four days. And on that third day, I'll never forget the boss going, yeah, we're going to move you guys up a week. So you need to learn this faster. Between they were there were like three or four times that it happened between the Sacramento move and then we moved to Seattle that we did twenty four hour stints at the radio station to learn the systems to learn everything and of course Seattle had a different system when we moved there so I had to learn that too. Um, but we were told do not go on the message boards, don't go on because the internet was still kind of new back then. And, of course, the first thing I do is go on the message board. I want to kill these people. I I I mean, that's what they were saying about us. People wanted us dead. After that first show, I went home and I locked my door behind me and I went to bed. I was like that first show, the first phone call we got, first song we played was Welcome to the Jungle. I'll always remember that. First song that was ever played on Rock 104.5 when they switched over to Rock 104.5 was Come Out and Play. If you're ever in a big trivia contest and they ask that, Come Out and Play uh, by whatever that group was. Uh, You got to keep them separated, that group. Um, But we played Welcome to the Jungle. That was the first song that we played. And we played music back then for a little bit. First break we came out, first phone call, six minutes into the show. You guys suck. The offspring. Thank you, Douglas. Yeah. I remember when your first day on 98 Rock, I was mad because I turned it on for music and heard y'all, but got over it in about a week. Yeah. I didn't have disgust, just confusion, and within about a half hour relief, that morning zoo crew was awful. Yeah, oh, the the old guys, the, uh, the, the Rise guys. Rise guys did not like me. And what's so funny is that I had nothing to do with them getting replaced. You want to know what happened? This is what happened. 
So the Rise guys were like an institution in Sacramento. They were, they, they were there forever. Them and Pat Martin. And one of the guys on the morning show decided that he needed a bigger paycheck. He didn't go through his show partners to get it. He went right to the man. He went to the Prince of Program and said, this is what I need, otherwise I'm walking. Prince said, see ya. They let him go. So then they brought in somebody else. They brought in a guy who I was friends with for a long time. Uh, His name was Chris Rice. Sorry to derail the show, but I do love story time, so sorry, not sorry. (laughs) No worries. So Chris Rice was brought in to be a part of the Rise guys. He was awful. Just terrible at it. He's a good broadcaster. He's a, a great production guy. Just not a team show guy. Not quick enough. Not funny enough. Very, very smart, but just not quick and funny enough. So they said, okay, we're going we're gonna to let the Rise guys go. Who do we hire? And we got hired from out of Reno, and everybody hated it. And the salespeople hated it, and it took one ratings book, and people loved us. I always, uh, I, I always held it against everybody that wasn't management at 98 Rock, that they never wanted us there. And, and the, the day that I got over, I'll never, ever forget this. The day that I got over, it was a ratings day. And I kid you not. And one of my favorite sales guys, his name is Barry Smith. And Barry Smith had a stroke a few years ago, and he's still recovering. I'll never forget uh, you for being able to hear from Flatula and Bella (laughs) Brapstein, comedy genius. Um, But... I was over the fact, because we were pretty secure in our success then, and we knew what, what, what it took and hard work and stuff. And I was walking around the building one day when ratings came out. And it came out, it was weird, because they came out the same day that Reno ratings came out. And we were talking about it on the show because we used to brag about it because that's what we did. And in Reno, I kid you not, we got the greatest ratings ever, ever in the history of time persons and that's men and women so that's what you want you want persons 25 to 54 because they spend money we had a 33 share that means 33 a third of all radios on in reno were listening to us and at that time there were 34 radio stations in reno meaning that 33 other stations had to divvy up The 66% that was left. Oh, we were crushing people. Well, Barry Smith comes up to me and goes, you're welcome for that. And I said, for what? Your ratings. I said, for what? He goes, well, if it weren't for my commercials, you guys wouldn't have all those ratings. And so my my bitter pill to swallow with, with, with sales department still hasn't been swallowed. Uh, Arnie, I'll never forget. Oh, uh, wait, I read that one. The Rise guys were always an AM sports guys for me. Okay. I didn't like you guys at first, but a lot of my customers had you guys on, so I warmed up to you quickly and then was addicted. I used to have a boombox in my work truck and would record your show on cassette tape to listen to you later. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, I, I let, let me just tell you, I truly loved it. It, it, it 
best best experience of my life was working in radio. I, I I'm sad the the way that it was all taken away from everybody, including me. Um, but man, oh man, what a ride it was! And then it gave birth to this, so it it I I can't thank it enough. I first heard you guys in Reno when my brother lived up there and I was visiting. I was glad when you came to SAC, yeah. And it, it look, look, we had a great time in Sacramento. I, I heard the boardwalk just reopened. That's awesome. <laughs> then years later, you left, and I was heartbroken. Well, you weren't the only one, let me tell you. When Blake and I started dating in high school is when I started listening to you guys. Yeah, see, I brought you two together. And I'm keeping you together. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I'm just I'm just this 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 great giver. All right, last two stories of the show here. I want to do these two. They, yeah, they, yeah. I want to spend my. We'll just do one. We'll just do one. We'll just do one because the other one's going to be. All right. Now I know that people don't like it when the police are called to their house. Okay, I know that. I get it. I've had a lot of parties, and the police have been called to the house, and I answered the door, and I was friendly with them because those guys are just doing their jobs. Um, a woman, Rory Susan Woods, 55, uh, in Massachusetts, was getting evicted. Okay, so this lady's about to get evicted from her house, and she didn't want that to happen. This happened in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Uh, she pulled up to her house uh, in her blue Nissan Xterra and was towing multicolored uh, things. She had a bunch of stuff with her. According to an official with the Hampton County Sheriff's Department, she drove up around 9.15. She got out of her car and went into the trailer that she was ta- uh, had behind her. She was going to release a swarm of bees on the police. Now that is going old school right there. A deputy tried to stop her. It was too late. Some of the bees began to escape, causing the deputies to retreat. After repeated attempts to remove the lid, she then instead decided to smash the top and flip the container off the flatbed. The bees became agitated and extremely aggressive. I'd start shooting. Bystanders and deputies nearby were stung as the insects swarmed, swarmed. Woods, who owns the hives, then put on a beekeeper suit to protect herself. Then she took a tower of the bees to the front door of the home. 
She said she was going to use the atten- uh, the insects to attempt to disturb an eviction that had been stop or uh, stop and go for more than a year and a half. She's being evicted from a one point five million dollar house. Yes, needless to say, they arrested her. Oh, that's so fantastic! Oh my gosh! Oh, good lord! Oh, behave. Best believe in fucking that bitch up. No Muslim women were hurting the story, no. I remember my initial reaction to the show was like, I, who are these assholes? Why are they so openly mean to the girl? Why do they talk so much shit on the audience? But I couldn't turn off the show. I had to keep listening. After a week, I got it, and then I couldn't shut up about this new morning show. You guys got to listen to this morning show. It's amazing. Well, thank you, my friend. Does that work for BLM? <laughs> she is the fucking criminal of the year for that. I mean, that is, that's old school shit right there. That's biblical. She had been evicted from her home in 2018. She was on disability at the time. Said she needed a $10,000 bond. Uh, when the article came out, she was living in a tent on a friend's property. So this gal has been fighting the system for a long time, and what better way to fight it than with bees? Did she have lasers attached to the bees' heads? No shit. That's the only thing that could make that story better was if she had lasers. The bees have lasers. Good Lord. Man, oh, man, you... uh, like, like, I can't imagine that as a cop. I'm sure that they've had, you know, people's dogs released on them or maybe a cat thrown in their face. But bees? That'd be like getting chased by a crocodile or something. Arnie, whatever happened to that? Kid Chris fiasco back in uh, 06. Didn't Scab call him or something like that? He was trolling you guys from 102, I believe. Uh, we, we got trolled by so many people. I, I know what you're talking about, and nothing ever happened from it. We, we had plenty of people. Look, look, we had a lot of people and a lot better than Kid Chris call us out. I'll never forget the first day that Howard Stern was on in Reno. Um, because they played him live, and then they would replay him on the station that had him. Because they're going to pay a lot of money for him. They're going to pay. They're going to. They're going to play the shit out of him. Well, I was listening to a little bit of their first day when they were introducing themselves to Reno, and they're like, "Well, who do we have to worry about here? Uh, Rob, Arnie, and Dawn." And, and I don't ever say that those words together, but that's what was said on the Howard Stern show. And uh, Howard found out that the West Coast was no place for him. I say that very, very proudly. Very proudly. Because at that time, that was Howard in his heyday. I've never lost Howard Stern's in a rating battle. Not once. Knock on wood. They brought in Opie and Anthony. They trolled us. They tried to crank call us on the air. Kid Chris did it. Everybody, Everybody was doing it to try to make a name for themselves. Uh, uh, Don Geronimo did it. 
All these people tried to come after us, and we're like, hey, it, it, and look here. We never paid attention to them. We never said anything about it until we were slandered. Then we had to say something, and it was the station that said something about it. So, And that was the Don Geronimo thing. One person who came into Reno was that cum sponge idiot. I posted a Facebook article on the Superfans uh, page that showed the wrestlers from the Bear Story yesterday. Oh, nice. They don't prepare for (laughs) the bees at the academy. Yeah, I don't think they do. She thought about that one for a while. She's like, if the police ever come back, I'm launching the bees against them. All right, that is going to do it for us today, people. Look at that. We got through another show, and tomorrow is Friday. Holy shit. It's Friday tomorrow. This is why they should, standard issue for every cop car should be a flamethrower. Amen to that. That'd be awesome. That's non lethal. I listen to Howard all the time before I moved to Folsom. Once I heard you guys, I never went back. Yeah. Look, they brought in Howard to try to beat us, and I I respect that. Hey, I got into radio because it was about competition. And if I saw that our, our monthly numbers were down, it made me work harder. It made me come up with new shit. I loved it. I absolutely loved the competition part of it. I uh, just sent you another story about incentives for illegal immigration. Okay. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, peace out, everybody. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Y'all have a fantastic Thursday and adios, everybody. <laughs>
hand It takes a mighty man To live with lonesome Some big man might live With misery But there's one thing I know For sure and certain It's for sure it's gonna take a lot bigger man than me It's for sure it's gonna take a lot bigger man than me You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.